and I am live. Normally, I would be like, hey, Concrete, but Concrete told me we were doing a show at 1230. I saw 12 o'clock. Curlin even told me 1230. I still saw 12 o'clock. And I just went and did what I wanted to do because that's what I do. But hey, everybody, how's everything going? Happy Friday. Um, just wanted to pop in and do a quick lunchtime show. I am actually getting ready to drop the link. Um, and we're waiting on concrete. She's wrapping up a couple things. So she will definitely be joining us. But um, yeah, y'all know how I do. Um, y'all know I can't read. I got a Mississippi public school education challenge. So I just, I skip over all. I see what I want to see. And that's okay too. But I'm going to go ahead and drop the link. So if you guys do want to actually come up and join us on this lunchtime Friday, um, y'all can. And I'm going to give y'all some shout outs. Shout out to D-Mac the trucker. He says, let's get the effort restarted in here. Um, you know, I am I am the queen of black female effery. Y'all know that. Um, so shout out to Mahogany Sins. Shout out to Black with a Q. Hey, I love your hair. It's gorgeous. Um, shout out to Kit Clouds. Uh <laughs> You already know our, my uh, script. So shout out to you. Shout out to Deacon Dave. Deacon Dave, what's going on, honey? How you doing? And shout out to American Nia. Um, American Nia, are you American Negro? Because you be changing your name a lot. So I don't know. Shout out to John Snow. What's up, John? How you doing? And shout out to Paul Game up in this thing. Paul Game, what's up, honey? But yeah, y'all, I, I just see what I want to see. And it's been a long work week. So I'm so happy today is Friday. So happy today is Friday. It's been a long week. What y'all been having going on? Y'all been watching the drama on YouTube? What y'all think about Fresh and Fit? Y'all think they're going to still lose subs? Um. What a Wagner. Shout out to you, Wagner. What am I making for lunch? Um, we actually had pizza and wings for lunch today. Um, Curlin was so gracious and kind to treat me. Um, y'all know I get uh like a cheat meal like once a week to where I don't have to cook and clean the kitchen and stuff. So once a week I get a cheat meal. So shout out to him. Um, thank you, Bay. Hope you're listening. <laughs> Um, Deacon Dave says, let a fresh and fit live. Um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing. Um, black with a Q says she is not impressed. Honey, I think I stopped being impressed after I saw them put the second group of girls. I'm not going to say I was overwhelmed with, um, glee or anything when they initially started, uh, you know, during their broadcast, you know, it was kind of interesting to see, um, people disseminate red pill knowledge, especially from men to women. It's always an interesting thing. But when I saw them put the second girl out, I was like, oh, this is a fluke. Um, they are hilarious. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was very interesting. Um, Paul Game says he doesn't care about fresh and fit. <laughs> 
Paul, um, I you know, it's entertainment, you know, um, coming on YouTube. And I like that YouTube does offer um, real perspectives. So I always think that that's an interesting thing, that it offers a real perspective and you really get to hear people's real thoughts and stuff. And, you know, especially when people get to be anonymous, you can really uh, see what's popping. Um, Curling simps once a week. Well, hell, Paul, it's better than simping every day. Shit. Hey, concrete. What's goody, goody, goody? Girl, you know, I was telling them how I saw what I wanted to see, child. I was like, we're going live right now. And, honey, we was live. I was like, ooh, concrete. Was, she did say 12, 30. You know I went back and looked right. <laughs> I know you did. That's Sag energy all day because y'all think y'all always right. Um, girl, I, I, I am always right. Baby, what you I live about? with one and work with one. What the higher heck? God trying to play tricks. Girl, God blessed he you. What? Girl, don't mess with don't... Baby, you don't... My, hair. my locks are just as gray as they want to be. Diet like you normally do and keep <laughs> moving, boo. <laughs> whatever mm. <laughs> what's going on with you happy friday happy friday right. honey girl i'm so happy it's friday i don't know what to do Shit. Yeah, me too what you, oh you got you got a, a um some stuff planned this weekend girl got to uh go check on some stuff gotta gotta okay. go check on a couple things girl you know okay, okay. gotta get that money straight honey I get curling money uh into colonel's account honey so <laughs> Listen, I feel you. I think I'm gonna plan a date. Um, I don't know Ooh. what I want to do. I was Ooh, gonna plan a, a date at home, do something real nice, but I want to get out the house. I want to get cute. I told you I got clothes I need to wear. So, um, yeah, we're going somewhere. I don't know where yet. Girl, you know what I've realized? I don't think I'm getting weave no more. Wait, what? Say what now? I'm not getting a weave no more. Now, I'm gonna probably do braids. Girl, Kerlin be dragging my ass all over the neighborhood. What you mean? Oh, on y'all little walks? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. girl, he be walking fast. I be running behind him. And Ooh. I just, I feel some type of way because my hair be poofy as shit every oh. time. Can't Look you, at you um, like pull it back? Girl, it don't matter because even when I pull it back, it still end up poofy. Like... Oh. Um, and I'm, I'm just, I've decided that I'm not going to do weave no more. Okay. I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe I'll just do it on like a special occasion, but. Or in the winter month, you know, in the summer, baby, down here in the South, like weave in the summer, don't mix unless you're wearing one of them, um, frontal helmets, child. Like. Girl, I feel like I deserve a frontal, but <laughs> somebody <laughs> will sit, sit there and stare at my damn hairline he like that crazy. He don't want no screen dough on his wife. Uh, Maybe, head. listen, <laughs> the screen dough will really help the uh, hair grow too. <laughs> <laughs> that screen dough, baby. <laughs> the screen dough had to listen. Uh, uh, he ain't with it. I don't blame him. Listen, uh, shout out to American Nia. He said, Tis me, I had to drop the Negro because it goes against community guidelines. Oh, since when? Okay, look at them trying to get some consciousness about themselves. They ain't Oh, okay, okay. Uh, also known as third degree burns, honey. We got you. We got you. Look at YouTube. 
uh Risa Risa help me because I really be liking long hair and um my hair isn't growing fast enough. He doesn't Lock want me to do hair. another big chop. Baby, I was about to be looking like Flo from uh Florida Evans, honey. I was about to do it again. And he's looking crazy. Your hair is pretty the way it is, though. Like, what's the problem? You have such nice, thick, like bouncy hair. Very, very good hair. That's 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 that good hair. Thick and voluminous and bouncy. Girl, but somebody won't let me be great. I can't cut it off again. So, mm, mm, because I really want to cut it off. Uh, cause these kids be girl. Listen, you can't do shit in this <laughs> house. Get away. That's a that's a little vacation. Just walking around. <laughs> we have to do it when the kids um have made their departure, and so we get it in in the like early mornings. We try to get it in. Them damn kids, mommy, mommy, Mister Neil, Mister Neil, mommy, mommy. I be like, hey, damn, it's a lot of kids up in here. And they ain't but two of them, but baby, them kids yeah. is worse than shit. <laughs> <laughs> you ridiculous. Can you make us a sandwich? Mm-hmm. Um, can I have some chips? Um, can you, you make me get a story? Them some you know, you need to get them some lunchables and they own a little snack cart that they can um get, help themselves. That's that'll listen, probably be going in, in a day. Listen, um, we got the bougiest freaking kids on the face of the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't do lunchables. Um, baby, oh. Solomon only eats chicken with the bone in it. You, you take Solomon to Chick Fil A and, and watch you he get your feelings hurt. Um, he don't eat chicken nuggets. No, girl, he's on the whole wing uh, breast or something. He is not going to eat a breast. He only eats dark meat. I've never seen oh, anything really? like it. Mm, it's I the heard weirdest. Dark meat is juicier. I mean, I'm dark skinned so maybe I'm biased. But <laughs> I, I, do hear, <laughs> I, I I've never eaten thighs or anything like that. But my fiance eat them all the time. Put them in the air fryer. They be looking good. I can't mess with no dark meat. Girl, Solomon does not eat chicken if it does not have the bone in it. So Girl, you know I, you'll I, think I, that you're gonna run to Chick-fil-A and get the little nuggets and stuff because Chick-fil-A nuggets be real like like yeah. white meat. Like you like this is the best of chicken, child. What you Girl, he'll look at I don't no thank you. No, uh, no, that's too much. I'm glad my kids was grown before they got on this whole crab leg wave. And can we get a ball? Like, sis, I do not know what you think this is. But when they were younger, they would eat, you know, they would eat fast food or whatever. But child, listen, mm-mm. he literally just started y'all. eating French fries about two years ago. He wow. went eating French fries. Like you think you can give them some chicken nuggets? Nope. Uh, nobody's chicken nuggets, and I don't care really? where they come. I've never seen anything like it. But we'll tear a wing up, and I mean tear a wing up down to the damn gristle, honey. He'll mess up a wing, but he is he is not gonna eat your raggedy ass chicken nuggets. Period. Oh. I and I was like. He is oh, at an age where he should you should be able to find options that he could like throw in the microwave or something. Take him to the grocery store with you. What do you want that you can cook for yourself? Because I'm about to be cooking you chicken every the day. The only thing that girl he'll eat steak, he'll eat chicken, <laughs> he'll eat <laughs> lamb. He is the king of the castle. Uh, girl, his name is Solomon, honey. I did make me <laughs> one. I did. I did. It's, it's my fault. Oh, it's he's my a fault. whole Scorpio. Lord, I feel bad for them women. The scorpiest of the Scorpios, honey. <laughs> like, 
baby, pray for me. Um, because oh it, it's getting ready to go down. Um, but I've never seen anything like it. Solomon just Solomon's a special child, honey. Solomon's mm -hmm. like, I'm not, I don't know, thank you. And it, and it has been like that since he was a baby. You know, you you know his first meat was redfish. So he likes fish. Um but then you know we don't eat tilapia or whatever. No, I don't eat no tilapia either. <laughs> Sweet tea. What tilapia. is a tilapia? That uh man uh, uh, ain't no telling what that is. And I've watched like fish farms and stuff and how they be having them uh tilapias pooping on top of one another. Oh god, crazy. Baby, a tilapia who? <laughs> I can't even. I haven't eaten tilapia in probably like eight years. Mm -mm. Girl, but yeah, Solomon, um, it's just not gonna go, and I, I'm, I be feeling some type of way because I'm like, damn, homie, you <laughs> like if we want Chick Fil A, we'll have to go somewhere else for him. And Girl, uh, I like, cannot. I cannot. Yeah, Solomon's not mm -hmm. going. He's not going. Um. Show him how to use the air fryer, girl. Oh, yeah. Miss Les, I like my That's kitchen. That's a good honey. idea. <laughs> I like you my don't kitchen. even want him in there messing nothing up. Going on? No, I don't, girl. Mm -hmm. Curling cook better than me, and I don't be wanting curling in the kitchen when I'm in the kitchen. Like, go on, man. Go on. Like, like, what you need? Well, let, I, right. let me get it. From Can I help you? Here. <laughs> I am I just, the no. You know away. what? He'll be like, I just wanted to see what was going on. You know, uh -uh, just talk to you, entertain you for I a minute. Company while I'm in the kitchen. Baby, I'm like, let me go and do this voodoo that they think yeah. I'm doing anyway. <laughs> and go ahead, man. Go on there. Let uh, me do this. That drives me crazy. I'll be feeling like big old kitchen now, but I'll be feeling like my kitchen's too crowded. I get that from my mama. That part. Like, what you need? Can I help you? <laughs> and you then wait good until you, you go in the kitchen before they. You know what I do, concrete. Concrete, I'd be real sorry. I'd be like, babe, you want me to fix you something to drink? <laughs> hey, you, you ready for a snack, babe? I'd be real sweet about it. Right to you. Sit down down in front of the TV. <laughs> Just get the heck out of my kitchen. Girl, I'd be extra, extra sugar on top. Oh, babe, you should try to snack right here. Let me bring you something to oh, eat. child, y'all still in the honeymoon phase. I'd be like, what you need? Go on, on, on. <laughs> Girl, uh-uh, get out of my kitchen. I don't need you. Oh, I, I hate that. Like, and I've like in the past, like my ex, he would come in the kitchen while I was cooking and like dig in my food. Girl, listen, oh. you want to make me scream, oh. like try to come get a couple pieces of chicken and stuff. If you don't oh. get the entire heck out of my kitchen, that's concrete. I'm with you on that. That'll make me fight you if you don't get your ass out of my pot. Girl, that's Ooh. so disrespectful. Entirely. It is. That really is. This, that's like the ultimate level of disrespect. Get your ass out of here. Exactly. Or coming in my pot spirit. You know how kids come from outside. Mama, what you got on the stove? If you don't get the entire heck up out of here. Ain't wash your hands smelling like Rona and outside all the same time. Not smelling like Rona drive me crazy my kids don't even live here and they still come in and do that like why get the heck girl out. you but you know what solomon does now instead of coming in the kitchen he peeks at me from around the damn corner so i catch him and i'm like what the <laughs> hell you eat what you looking for <laughs> and then they be acting like they starving once you get in there and get the cooking i've been been sitting in front of a game all day for five hours but now you're starving <laughs> girl listen i'm telling facts, you facts, it's, it's, facts. these folks will drive you crazy but, but yes, what else is uh, going on child 
Shout out to Jack Spade and welcome to the panel, Jack. He says, prepare your son for the world of bachelorhood. A man oh. with a good job, his own pad, and can burn in that kitchen, run things with women. Um, you All you got to mm. do is have some money, and that's what run things with women, honey. <laughs> if you got enough, Listen. she going to make it happen. That part. Um, I'm thinking to... of bachelorhood. What's going Let's on? Because I got a few good. topics, too. What's What's good? Girl, y'all heard about T.I. having the stri strippers and the escorts and the baby smoking weed on live at 17 what? years old. And it kind of took me back to um, Boosie getting his child's um, whatever, um, you know, getting his child done by a by an older woman. I, I found that interesting. Mm -hmm. Then I went back to who was it? It was another father um, who did something young with his child. You got Boosie, you have T.I. And it's another rapper. And it kind of made me think about like what our parents did with us and how we turned out and versus what's going on with these kids today. They're being able to basically kind of run their own lives. You're on live. You're smoking weed. You got butt naked strippers mm -hmm. and you're 17 years old. And it just kind of had me thinking, like, um, are we misguiding our children or are we preparing our children for um, the real world and female nature as it pertains to boys? Because you couldn't pay a dad to put a 17, a 17 year old girl with a room full of butt naked ass male strippers. A daddy is not going to go, period, point blank. But a dad will do that for his son. And I wanted to know what were your thoughts on that? Um, I, I I don't think like to be honest, for whatever reason, like a young male, young young man, um, you know, getting some cutty or like you know that, that's a that's an old school term, but listen, um, being in a position where he's surrounded by women and. Um, all of those types of things um, have always been looked at as almost kind of like a badge of honor. Like you, it's kind of like you made it to manhood. Like you know, for a young guy, for young black males, it's like celebrated when you know they are engaging in sex or they are dealing with an older woman. Like a lot of the things that's and it's been celebrated for a very, very, very long time. Um, this isn't like something new. I know from when I was a child, that was something that was celebrated. When you look at black exploitation movies, it's clear that that was something that was celebrated, at least dating back to like the 70s. Um, so I don't think it's anything new, but I definitely think that it is um, essentially we're creating as a society, we're creating the men that black women complain about. We're creating men who relish in being able to just get women and as many women as they can and sleep with them and, and play games with them and, and you know, all the things. Um, so I think that we're creating what we complain about. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know. And now, it's, it, it's very interesting that you say we are, we are creating what we complain about, but now this is where the, the bullshit comes in down the line. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of women determine a man's masculinity, um, not only in what he's able to produce, 
but the type of women that this man is able to get, dominate, and control. Um, guys, when guys are able to have um, all kind of women, when he's able to run all kinds of women, women generally find that shit attractive. Um, we think it's something alpha about him because he's able to um, pull all these women. He talks to them a certain way and it ne doesn't necessarily have to be disrespectful, but he knows his way with women and women generally find that attractive. Um, I've noticed that. And I'll say like my observation has been like um, when they're young like that, the dad is around and the dad is actually encouraging that behavior. The mm -hmm. dad typically has a bunch of women as well. Um, I've noticed that we have a culture that glorifies that kind of behavior. The women complain in one breath, but these guys are never, they never have a shortage of vagina ever. Um, guys um, like yeah. T.I. T.I. will never have a problem with finding a woman. And you know. Allegations it, and all. Allegations, precisely. And mm -hmm. It's just, it's a really, really interesting thing because I was like, oh my gosh. And then um, when you have a father and the fathers are getting the boys a uh, vagina at 13, 12 and 13 and letting them gallivant with older women and this, that and the third. Um, and then women talking to a little boy, oh, you're going to be a little heartbreaker or women even participating in those acts with those kids. It 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 it's it gets to be a real double standard, but then I'm like, what are we doing with society? And it's happened for such a long time. Um, it's definitely not new, but it, it's mm -hmm. been going on for a long time. And it's I'm like, it's is if that you think about it, if you think about it, like we have long celebrated um things within our communities that are extremely toxic and one of them is like pimp culture like max pimps have always been the man like who didn't love you know pimps them being able to have a bunch of women all around them and dress fly and the women flocking to them i think that that's why i said the onus is on both black men and black women black women start the process very young to dress their children like the men who broke their hearts. They emulate the style of dress. And then when the kids start, um, you know, in, in emulating that same like disrespectful behavior, but from a child, uh, you know, a vantage point um, from how they see it, um, it's, it's celebrated. It's funny. It's, you know, something that's laughable that's shared online and it goes viral. So um, yeah, this is, this is a, it's a um, something that's very prominent within our communities. I'll just say that. Okay, Jack Spade, what's going on? What do you think? What's good, Jack? What's up, everybody? Is this actually a, an open panel? Yes. Oh hell. Okay. Oh, so as I said, so y'all know y'all just opened the Pandora's box. As I said, prepare your son for the world in bachelorhood. A man with a good job, his own pad, a nice looking car. And can burn in the kitchen will will run things with the women. Only thing a dude got to do is just give the perception that you got money, and the panties will drop. Born you knowledge, what? you know what? Born knowledge, that, baby. I, I just want to say something real quick. I'm sorry. 
um, George was saying, no, it's the woman's fault because the women raised the boys. But the reason that I say that the um, onus is on both sexes is because it's men that celebrate when boys are get their first piece of cutty, when boys are doing some of the engaging in these behaviors is celebrated by men. But wait a minute. But, but this is the problem. Even when fathers are in the house and I'm not saying that all fathers do that, but fathers will take the boy out to his first bar when he's underage. Um, Fathers are generally going to give their uh, sons like their first taste of liquor. Fathers are supposed to be there to uh, teach their son about girls or women. And so, um, and, and we're talking about things that's happened for hundreds of years. This didn't start with a single mother pandemic or epidemic or any of that. It started mm-hmm. way before women right, got involved. Um, women do try absolutely. to carry on those traditions, but no, it's not a single mom problem. It's a society um, thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious as to how we're looking at it from a societal standpoint, because when you see it now, the little boy on IG live smoking weed and he's got strippers at 17. Of course, as a woman, my first thought process is to be appalled, but then I'm watching how men respond to those things, how men will give props to those things and how we all as a, as a society, as a black society, we all glorify a certain aspect of whole culture. We all do it. Yeah. This isn't a one dimensional conversation. No, George, well, I can George, I can vouch for the getting the same point, but nothing that we concrete you going in and out, honey. Go ahead, Jack. We oh, hear you. She, concrete, she, but she's go fading ahead. in and out because she's uh she's moving the goalposts. She's getting away to the microphone. Uh, but uh, yeah, I can vouch for the thing with the the father and son relationship because once I gave my wife the boot and kicked her out the damn house. It was just me and my son. So I didn't have anybody standing around talking about, you can't do that and say that to your son. Cause I'm like, look, you're, you're, you're a teenager. Um, your dad is kind of on the wild side. I'm going to, I'm going to expose you to some aspects of, um, of, of manhood, especially if, uh, if you decide that you, you want to join the military, I'm not going to send you in, uh, too wide-eyed and bushy-tailed. Now, there's certain things that I, I wouldn't allow because he was a minor, but shoot, yeah. Uh, as one gentleman said, he, he shared a, a beer with his father? Of course. I mean, I'm not going to send you to the store at 17 to go get a beer, but hell, um, if I'm going to have beer around here, I don't want you to uh, to be unknowledgeable about how it tastes. tastes you around here sneaking around drinking. Now, we smoking and stuff like that? No. Um, there was a rule... Um, if you pay, if you want to have any naked women walking around here, you got to pay at least half of the rent. And because he couldn't pay rent, he couldn't, uh, he couldn't violate that rule as far as I know of. But yeah, there's just, there's just certain dynam- dynamics between a father and son that's actually uh, healthy and, and helpful. Um, I agree, but the best teacher is you showing him by experience, like showing him how to treat a woman. Like, I don't think, I mean, I know. Oh, what? Uh, say what? Define, define, define treating, define treating a woman. I'm talking about how you treat a woman in front of him. What he observes is the best teacher. And I'm just saying that to say a lot of the men are saying that, you know, y'all keep saying black men ain't in the homes. Which one is it? Even when the people, even those that say black men aren't in the homes, that doesn't mean that they don't have a relationship with their children, even if they're not in the home. And you're 
ignoring the influence that peers have on one another or look at this space we have men in this space promoting pump and dump culture even if a man has never had a man in his home to hear that it's celebrated when you sleep him with and smashing as many women as possible is something that can be impactful to certain young men. Okay, I have a question for wait you. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Kit Cloud, that is absolutely positively incorrect. A um, lie. pimp culture, a pimp, it's a flat out lie. Yeah, a flat out lie. Um, pimp culture exactly. is celebrated all over the United States, Northwest, it's East, California, and South. Chicago, New York, it's Kit Cloud. Well, I have, a, I have a question for the panel. Uh, this is for mostly for the men, but the women can chime in also. Uh, this is going to be one of those you give a one or two response. Now, there was one time I kicked the chick out of my apartment while my son was living with me and I slammed the door on her face. Uh, put a one to, to, to indicate that was a that was a good uh, example to show my son or a two. That was a bad example to show my son. Wait, um, you slammed the door in her face for what? Because it was time for her to go. Well, I'm going to put a two in the chat because if you allowed her in her in your apartment and she was already demonstrating a form of disrespect, she never respected you enough in the first place, which you shouldn't have been dealing her dealing with her in the first place. Um, then when you talk to your children and. OK, if you dealing with a hoe, you treat a hoe like a hoe. And I, I the whole thing to me is, um, do you start to teach your children um, a distinction between a real woman and a hoe and how early do you start making those distinctions between a certain type of woman but if you allowed a woman that came into your house and that woman was disrespectful to you um and she was disrespectful to a point to where you had to put this bitch out and slam the door in her face then that's already something going on there and not to say that a woman can't ever get out of line or you guys can't ever have um disagreements um I, me and Curlin have disagreements, but I don't raise my voice at Curlin. I don't talk to him like he's stupid. I don't talk to him like he's a child. Um, I already feel like there was problems at the beginning of that to where you had to put her out and slam the door in her face. I, I already feel like that was an issue. Well, so I'm going to say a two for that. Who, who said so, that she was on, a... Who, who said, let me, who hop, said she hop, was hop, a... Hold on for a second. Let me hop in for a second. Well, well, wait a like, minute. Who I said... Think, hold, 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 let him get his point out, Um, Swim Champ. Now, who me, said me, anything me. about the the woman was a hoe? She, she just, she just uh, wore out her welcome. If you put her out and you slam the door in her face, you're not going to generally do that to a woman that is um, sweet and soft and feminine and in her feminine energy. You're just not going to behave like that. And if you are behaving like that, then it, there does actually need to be distinctions made between how you treat certain women versus how you treat others. If well, you're you know treating what? hood rats, let me finish my point. If you're treating a hood rat like you would treat um, um, the matron down at the church and they're displaying two different types of behaviors, that's absolutely a problem. Well, you absolutely know that, a problem. Well, you know that saying, the two sides of Eve, the, the one side is what brought her in the door. The other side is what got her put out. Put out. I just showed my son, hey, once a chick wears out her welcome, just kick her out. Um, what did the woman do? And like, I would have to know more about that situation. Cause if you saying that she was this godly creature and she was this beautiful feminine woman that wear out her welcome, um, her welcome. 
Yeah, it, 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 that doesn't make sense. Y'all talking about I don't make sense. That don't make sense. Make I don't know. Sense. I think she. I think she may have developed a hormonal disbalance. Di- so I, I balanced her out up out the damn doorway. So you wasn't. So you asked her to leave, and she was like, "Hell no, I ain't going nowhere." Uh, yeah, she gave me one of those, and I didn't give oh, her a second she one. Wasn't, she, was out she, was, she was acting like a hood rat. No, she wasn't acting like a hood rat. She was just acting like a she was acting like she was acting she was acting like a difficult woman. So I had to undifficult undifficult her on well, the other side of my doorway. And you slammed the door in her face? I, I paid a rent on that damn damn door. I had every right to slam it. <laughs> well, that's rude, but I wanted to get Liang sign an issue in here because I wanted to uh act, pose a uh, well talk about something else too. Go ahead. We ain't signing shit. Okay. Uh, good evening, ladies. Uh, thank you for allowing me on the panel. Um, Amy, I think we're painting black men in an unfair with an unfair brush. I think the average person, <laughs> what the average, yeah, the average man How? is the average man is not getting their their thirteen year old son. The average black father is not getting hookers for their son. Does it happen? Absolutely. Do celebrities do it? Absolutely. But that is a different world. But the the uh, John Public next door is not getting yeah, Tatiana busting it down for the average person, right? I think we need to have a conversation of what happens or what happens in our neighborhood. The next door person, right? My father never brought me a brought me a, a prostitute or a hooker. Is that why you in the space now? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, that, that, that's only one aspect of the argument, though, too. Like, that was something that Facts. was said, but that was amongst me. Oh, oh, so, so what is the full argument, then, so that I can uh, respond properly? The, the argument is with um, us introducing our children to adult to situations. Home, the point of it being well, I, 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 I concrete, think- can you hear us? Wait a minute, Swim Champ. Con- concrete, can you hear us? Because I think you're lagging behind. Yeah, I can. I can hear you. Okay, you're um, you seem like you got a delay, but um, I think the argument is is us introducing our children to adult situations. Um, how early and how much um should be tolerated? Okay, most people drink with their most most of our parents introduced us to alcohol um at a certain age um i would say it was quite early in my my house um my folks introduced me to alcohol when i was about 7 years old and we progressed from there um i've never had any real issues with alcohol but it was introduced pretty early in my house um with guys when we're teaching our children about women how early does that generally start in our households? Um, and okay. we, how far are we going, especially uh, being in this space and especially with dealing with female nature? Um, so you'll have a man like T.I. And, and T.I. would definitely be an extreme case. It's definitely an extreme case. Um, but he brought strippers and... Um, the little boy was on lot. I'm not, I shouldn't call him a little boy because it's not like he's five. He's actually a young man. The young man was on live smoking weed and he had the strippers around. He's 17. Okay. And so with him being 17 and him doing that stuff on live, um, there was no outrage about it. The outrage came from the women. There was no outrage from the men. So I'm curious as to... Um, how we view that as a society. 
Well, I think well, I can respond to this in this way. I think in this country we view adults at 18, right? And right. to the average the average person, uh, 17 and 18 is not a big gap. So if assuming if this is the first time his father got him strippers and smoking weed at 17, right? I would I would feel the same way if I saw him at I saw an eight year old doing the same thing, right? So, but I, but in general, I do think from a moral standpoint, it is wrong, right? Because you're, you're, you're promoting the wrong type of message to that young man. So I do agree morally it's wrong, but everybody's morals are different. But from the standpoint of 17 to 18, I think the gap is close enough. So right? let me ask you a question, Swim Champ. Okay. Okay. Let me, let me, I'll, I'll, I'll just do the last part. Now, as far as okay. alcohol, alcohol is very different. Like, uh, here where I'm at, right, uh, the drinking age is 12. In Europe, it's no drinking age. You can just drink when you're ready, right? So that's just going to be, you know, depending on your, 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 depending on where you come from, right? I would just say that. Because here you can see kids drinking with their family at eight years old, having a little bit of wine, right? It's no big deal. So it just depends on where you come from. But it in general, I do think that black men, African-American ADOS men are extremely conservative. And for the most part, they don't really expose their kids to that, especially if you're from the hood. Like I'm from North Philadelphia, the hood, hood, strawberry mansion. Most men who are in most men who are in their children's lives are kind of really focusing on get out the hood. Now, for middle class blacks, I cannot speak for that. Or rich blacks, I mm -hmm. cannot speak for that because my experience was poverty. So my father, just what my father and every man I met was just about study hard and get out the hood. So that's what I can speak to on a personal level. Very, uh, very, you, very interesting. Go, go ahead, Concrete. Um, I, I was, was just going to say, I understand your point that, is there still a delay? Yes, honey, but go ahead. I don't know why. I have no clue. But um, anyways, what I was trying to say was that um, I understand your point about black men. I, I can't say that I've, I know of, or I've heard of a ton of black men and getting their sons his first piece of cutty. I, you know, that's not a thing for me, them necessarily getting it, but I have seen men black men in general like celebrating it when a young man does get his first piece and or not condoning it um, as it relates to a young man sleeping with an older woman and him getting broke off by an older woman, which she is the predator. There's no doubt about that. But the reason that I said the onus is on both black men and black women is because what we promote and what we celebrate as a culture, not specifically men taking their young sons in, around, you know, half naked women and or getting them their first piece and think, yeah, that happens, but I don't know that it happens as often, I'm pretty sure that it doesn't happen as often as we see black men just simply celebrating things that are kind of like the debauchery within our culture. I have to say that. Yeah, but okay, see, one well, thing, one thing you, have, you're gonna have to understand. Allow me to, allow me to respond real quick, and then okay. I'm done. So I think we might have two responses to this. So my first response would be that uh, number one, a father-son relationship and then hanging out with the boys, gym uh, locker room talk is going to be very different. And I think women really have to appreciate that. There's locker room talk. For example, if my cousin or some some young 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 black dude around talk about he 18 year old slept with this 30-year-old, that's going to be locker room talk. 
If it was my son, that would be a whole different other, uh, that would be a very, very different discussion. And as far as black men condoning overall debauchery in the in the community, I, I have to respectfully disagree. I think that this solely relies on uh, women and black women and American women in general, because when men are in charge, women are very, very conservative. They're fully dressed. If you look at any country where there's a quote unquote, I hate this word, patriarchy, the men are, the women are very conservative. They're very, they're very fully dressed. Pornography is normally illegal, right? Women currency is their sexuality. And so because America is becoming more of a matriarch and the black community is a matriarch, right? So they're going to be expressing more sexual explicit things because that's where the value in currency is. So this solely relies at black women because men in general lead with accomplishments. I'm, I'm sorry, that's my feelings. I'm, I'm happy to yeah, hear but yours. How, but the data, says, say the data says that patriarchy makes women more conservative and when women are in charge... Okay, okay. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm simply talking about, first off, you brought up other countries and I don't understand what that has to do with African-American men and you're talking about how conservative they are and they partake in the debauchery. Like, come on, like like stripping. They do. You know, you know strippers. They do. Like they do. The, the music, everything that is a part of the culture. So let's not act like black men are just so above it. I, I, I understand that well, black women men are Men in general are more conservative. Well, I'm talking about men black in men. General. I don't care about men in general. I'm talking about well, well, black men. Black men are black men are going to be more conservative when it comes to sexuality than black women. Just like no, you guys aren't. I'm done. I, I, I just. I just want to it's say true. one I'm sorry, thing it's true. I'm done. I just it's simply, I, I can acknowledge that black, the role that black women have as it relates to, you know, the current state of our culture. But like, why is it when I'm bringing up the examples and you're saying, you know, oh, that's just locker room. Like you, you want to continue to go back to the point about, you know, um, fathers when I'm specifically talking about black men in general, regardless of if okay, it's locker sure. room talk, I could say it's, it's beauty salon talk when I'm, I'm encouraging my, my sis, my good sis to to, to you know get a bag instead of focusing on marriage right. or to run a bag up or run a bag up on a man that's just and that's I will agree salon talk no that is and I will agree with you and celebrating the things that are uh, detrimental right. to our communities and what the you know the current um, state of our community and it's continuing oh, to defile that. black people as a whole because we're celebrating something that greatly impacts our our um, future generations. Well, concrete rules. I have a question to ask about that. Detrimental. How is stripping detrimental to black black society? Um. Well, I'm gonna tell. Oh, you hold up, there, slick. I'm, I, I had concrete rules. I got well, the tag team thing going on here. For George's show. So if you ask when you ask them both, but go ahead, concrete, because I want to well, answer too. I'll be. Clear. I got to answer. Okay, Danny. Um. Okay. I, I, the reason that I think that it's detrimental is because of all the things that are linked to stripping. Like when we see, um, you know, there are uh, drugs that are, are being sold in strip clubs. Strip clubs are essentially a haven for criminal activity and criminality that, you know, women are, or people are engaging in within that um, arena. In addition, if, you know, stripping is not detrimental, then neither is twerking. I think that it is promoting and, and encouraging a type of behavior that goes directly against the structure of Black family and intact culture. And that mm -hmm. in and of itself is detrimental to Black people, in my opinion. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, what what do your what is your other half up there has to say? Well, I think that if you are introducing people to certain aspects of culture and they haven't developed um you bring your son to strippers and he's at a certain age, but you haven't really given him examples of healthy relationships. I think that's when it becomes a detriment when you, when your children don't have a balance and a lot of our kids don't have a balance of what a healthy relationship looks like. Um, it teaches them to look at women in a certain way. It teaches the woman to look at a man in a certain way. That part. Um, so a lot of our culture, we celebrate a lot of hypersexuality within our culture as well. And when you have a lot of people being hypersexual, um, that doesn't foster good relationships between black men and black women. We can't even trust each other to go out on a fucking date um, because a guy is afraid of who she's going to fuck after the date. A guy is afraid of who she's uh, taking the leftovers home to. The girl um, is on some, I'm going to take pictures and be on my phone the whole date because I want to make this guy look like a simp. I do want to run up a check on him. So it does foster a lot of uh, messed upness, for lack of better terms, within our culture and stuff. So I, I think stripping, um, if you're if you taking your children, if you're taking your children to see strippers at a certain age and other aspects of um, relationships hadn't been developed in them, then I do think we do ourselves a disservice. And we do ourselves a disservice from the start. If you're taking your 13-year-old, and I, I understand this is an extreme a very extreme um, example. You take your son to get a stripper or a hoe at 13 years old, but you haven't let him really develop his first crush or get his first heartbreak. Um, and you're encouraging him to treat women this way and that way and whatever. Um, you are basically perpetuating a culture that you say that you're so against when you're not on the receiving end of that. Um, but you'll perpetuate it in, a, in another breath. And it, it doesn't make sense to me. You guys in this red pill space talk about all these pookies and ray rays, but yet are the first to celebrate when a guy is able to overtake and overcome hoes. Um, it's, it's a weird thing uh, to me. Okay. Well, I, really I got a question. Uh, hold, 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 hold. No, no, you asked a question, right? We, we no, should, I, like, I, let me respond to it. I, let me respond. Let me respond. Let him respond to it. Okay. So the, the thing that you that you didn't mention is is it possible that we don't have because there's there's very few fathers within these households that they don't have the males to teach balance and in respect. Um, black fathers are the most active fathers. Oh, whoa, 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 hold up, slick, hold up, slick, hold up, slick. There's a big difference between being involved in your child's life and sharing the same roof with them. There's a major difference. Um, you want to move uh, the before we go post. there. Before we go there, you want to move there. the goalposts when it is convenient. Before, Black before fathers are the most active fathers, correct? Uh, under the same shared roof or in separate households. Yeah, they're they're the, they're the most active. So under if they're the, the most same, active fathers, then they're the, the most same, responsible for how their under, children turn under out. The same and, and not to say roof. that black fathers aren't great fathers. Um, I've seen under the examples. same shared roof or in separate households. Most active though, because parent, because parenting every other weekend is not the same as as sharing the same household with your child, male or female, or there's those many little 
momentary interactions that that are building blocks of child development that you don't get a chance to experience when you're under a short 48 hour timetable oh. when, you, when you're parenting on when you have your child on the weekends oh every other mm. weekend now oh. and that Danny, and that, i think you have a delay and that that ties into why I felt it was so important to get my son from his mother and get him underneath my roof because there's very little I can do every other Saturday. You can't really do homework every other Saturday. You can't really have those father and son little brief moments where you laugh and talk about something 10 minutes before they head out to school. All that stuff is missed. Like I said, 48 hours on the weekend, sometimes less less than that. Yes, fathers being under the same roof with their child. Doesn't matter, male or female, is more beneficial than this uh, what y'all call spending time with the child every other weekend. If you're lucky, maybe every weekend. If you're lucky, your work schedule allows a couple of hours during the week. Highly different. And like I said, fathers have fathers do try to teach their children boundaries. Like, yes, there's nothing wrong with drinking alcohol, drinking beer, but use some restraint. Strippers. This is a stripper. This is what strippers do. If you ever find yourself going up in a strip strip club, have fun, be respectful of the, of the rules and don't be blowing all your damn money, because at the end of the day, this this is I'm trying not to curse. It's just a fantasy. That is all it is. But when you don't have fathers there, the fathers can't teach that. Now, the weed smoking with T.I., nah, I'm not into that. That's a decision that now, you Now, he wasn't. Now, let me let me. Hold be on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me I'm, just I'm finish. Just saying, I just wanted to clarify a quick point, Jack. Wait, let me. No, I'm he, getting, wasn't, I'm, he wasn't smoking weed with him. No, I'm I didn't say that. I'm just saying that was on his live. That's all I was saying. Go ahead. That type of stuff, that type of lifestyle, I don't condemn Going out and getting a tattoo with a minor child, so it's uh, so, uh, the same category. But once you're an adult, if you're into that, if, if that's what you want to do, then that's what you do. But please understand there's going to be consequences for, for every action that you do. And you may end up having to suffer lifelong for some of these decisions you make. Okay. But and then and that's the type of honesty you get when you have a father that's under the shared uh, uh, household, because we don't believe in. Uh, uh, I take that back. I want to say we. A segment of us do not believe in being cheerleaders for our children because we want to. We want them to to be exposed to the reality of the real world. Okay. Okay. Well, we're gonna let Gaston's world in here. Um, Gaston, what are your thoughts? Well, I do apologize, ladies. You all had an early live today. I was like, oh, are they live right now? <laughs> but, um, you know, we'll do a little pop-up chat. We'll do a Look, little pop-up. Up. Look, I was a little late to the conversation, but what I, I think what I can add to the conversation is, um, you know, I personally, I worked at security at one of the most prestigious strip clubs in Atlanta. And there is some debauchery that goes on behind the scenes that, you know, the show is you know, you come in, you know, you have a drink, get a plate to eat and girls dance, but there's a lot of uh, drug use and uh, pimping and a lot of other things that go on behind the scenes that, you know, the lay person wouldn't be aware of. So um, I do think that, you know, scenarios like that can be detrimental to our community because 
there is the young girl who, you know, may be in college, who may be, uh, you know, just in a normal social interaction type situation and say, oh, let's go to the club. And then they see one girl make $2,000 in a night. And they say, well, that's what I want. That's the lifestyle I'm trying to live. And then that creates, you know, a modern woman in that, uh, you know, unfortunately, it definitely depends on exposure. And it depends on, you know, if your parents gave you the exposure of uh, a, a negative type or even the people who keep their kids under a rock, keep their kids away from the world and then let them out into the world for college and then expect mm-hmm. that their kids are going to just follow suit into the best possible, you know, no, no, they're going to do what's fun. They're young. Right. They're going to do what everybody else is doing. And, and then they come back to their parents, like, this is my lifestyle now. And it's like, well, where did I go wrong? What did I do? I'm, I'm disowning you because you're this. And then there's another broken person in society. And so we're all dealing with each other on a level that, um, one, it, you can't meet people, right? Like you can't go to the coffee shop and say, Hey, how you doing? What's your name? She has a sugar daddy already. So mm. she doesn't need you know, you at Starbucks, um, she working at Starbucks with a sugar daddy. No, 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 as in it the could be. Oh, yeah, also, it's not a hurdle. But, uh, you know, you meet a young lady in the line at Starbucks, you know, you walk past her in Target, whatever your scenario may be. But if you meet a young lady out and then try to, you know, have a natural, you know, human interaction, not so much I'm trying to get some draws, but just, hey, I'm trying to get to know you. What do you need to know me for, sir? Are you going to pay my bills? Are you like, okay. They looking for a bag already. Right. You trying to take a chick on a first date and she telling you she need to get her makeup done. She need lashes. She need a new outfit. Um, And she's trying to get her some new bundles so she can look good for you. So when you take her out, um, she'll be that chick that you looking for her to be. And they're requiring these things. I've heard uh, heard chicks asking men for money. A guy hits her up. They uh, talk kiki. They have one phone conversation. She's sending cash at requests talking about um, I need $600 before our game. Not the the chick that that guy wants or not the chick that we as men as a generally want to be in a relationship with, but the woman that, you know, get pushed to the you know, the the stars at the strip club, right? The Megan the Stallions, the Cardi B's, the Nicki Minaj's, the Beyonce. Everybody doesn't want Beyonce. You understand what I'm saying? Like, sh- they represent the idolization of Black women to the, or the over-sexualization, or the idolization of the sexualization of Black women, right? You and- say that this is this is the thing, and this is where I'm going to tell you where the problem lies. Y'all will sit here and say in one breath that men don't want these women like that in droves. You know, it's only a certain type of dude that's looking for a chick like that. These chicks are getting high value, low value, great value, whatever you can think of. And they still tend to have their picks. Now, y'all will say, well, you know, she going to hit the wall and it's not like that after she hits the wall. Um, I won't, I won't go that far to say that either. Um, you still have a certain type of woman that's always picked and there's no answer to that. 
Y'all will say that these Rihanna's been ran through by the majority, like a lot of guys in the industry, a lot. Um, or so it was rumored. But Rihanna does not have a problem with finding a man. Lori Harvey ran through, but she's an attractive woman. She does not have a problem with having somebody be. And so that that's the thing. Like they do have a problem. They're not married. They're- oh, hold on, hold on one second, one second, one second. A lot, a lot I haven't said okay. anything. So Slim Chan, the, he was still finishing his point. Nobody is. No, it's, 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 it's an open conversation. I I'm I'm okay. Concrete. Thank you. I'm good. Let let him. You know. All right. So the point the point I would like to make and push back is men choosing women is to marry a woman, not to have sex with her. That's how men operate. Women choose men by sex, but you have, it's a relationship. So you have to understand where men are coming from, just like men have to understand where women are coming from. And so if a woman is not getting married, then she is not chosen. She's just going to be like Carrie Hilson, 40, 40 plus. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me offer you a little pushback. I've sure. heard from this space specifically that the majority of women have had at least one proposal in their lifetime. Wouldn't y'all say that? Don't right. y'all say that so, here? And and not even a proposal. I'm but, sure uh, Rihanna and Lo- <laughs> well, I know Lori Harvey was uh, engaged. Right. So not even just a proposal, but a, so a relationship of significance that can lead to a proposal or a marriage. Most women are given that opportunity, and I say most women. Because there are twos and threes that you know. They no, I, I I disagree. I think it's rare. I would I would say probably twenty percent of the black women population today were probably proposed to, and most of those women are probably Generation X. If you talk to millennials and Gen Z, I guess the 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 opportunity of being proposed to is significantly less. You think so? Now because generation to, uh, x generation x my generation was the last generation that actually have some leniency to being pro-black oh, so uh, younger men millennials and, and and z's do not have that would, my generation would, has it but millennials would, do not i would agree with you but again i said specifically a relationship of value that would lead to a proposal or marriage if they weren't actually proposed to and what's happening is that women look at those gentlemen and the potential for what this relationship could be and say, nah, I could do better and then leave. And so well, no, one's being, no one's being proposed to because we know diamond ring shops are closed. Right. We can look at we can look at the the the, the wedding environment. Right. Uh, wedding wedding dress shops have closed. Diamonds for engagement rings. A lot of yeah, those have well, closed. After right? the Diamonds are all closed. Well, yeah. So I mean, well, this is last... before 2020. This is be this is 2015. You can look it up. Business Insider around 2015. Uh, um, uh, engagement rings. Are are all shops closing. So I'm thir- so I'm 31, right? I mean, in the last 10 years of my lifetime, I've seen women of all at all levels, you know, be in relationships of significance, and then they say to themselves, "Oh, we're on the same level. I can do better than him," and then they leave. And so I think that what it really boils down to is that, one, women are taught the value of men at any level and that, you know, the value of money is much more valuable than the man himself. And so they'll say, okay, I can find a man who's making twice as much as him because I know somebody or I see somebody or I've interacted with somebody on that level and I know that he's better than that man. You understand what I'm saying? So. 
I think that unfortunately those women you know demand the yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I don't know if there's a lot of credence to the point that Swim Champ was making, because even if we talk about bridal shops closing, like the reason that they're closing, if they're, and I don't know that they're closing in mass, is that people are ordering things online. A lot of things that are brick and mortar are closing. Like people can right. order their bridal uh, dresses and bridal garments from online a lot, and they're a lot less expensive than these overpriced shops have been charging people. So I don't know if, if okay. it's just. So Allow me to clarify. Well, I understand where where he ain't where he ain't signing. Please allow me to clarify. Brands are filing for bankruptcy. Let me say it that way. Brands are filing for bankruptcy, and um, De Beers and others diamonds are at an all time low, and also engagement ring sales are at all time low pre pandemic. So if a ring was not presented to you, the proposal doesn't the engagement doesn't count. Right. So so that way we're clear. Brands are falling for bankruptcy. So thank you for allowing me to clear that up. Now, if you're talking about brands filing for bankruptcy, um, brands could file for bankruptcy um, for a number of reasons. So fair enough. Fair enough. Sure. But what, but what sure. he is saying, what he is saying is correct, because there's been news articles going uh being published. Shoot. At least for the past five, six years that I can recall about these uh the jewelry business, when it comes down to engagement rings and wedding rings and such and such stuff like that, because of the reduced numbers of these type of occasions, that is it's hurting that side of their business. They're they're just not selling as many engagement rings and wedding rings as, as they were. I mean, here here in Atlanta, man, there's there's this one one uh place, man. Every time we turn around, they got a a, a trick uh commercial trying to entice the guys to go out and buy their wives and girlfriends uh rings and stuff like that i mean i can't even listen to the radio without hearing that uh that damn commercial shout out to primetime ba he says amazon is why stores are going out of mm -hmm. business mm -hmm. um matter That's of fact um friends. just to speak on amazon real quick they actually made more money than walmart last year so um that is a good reason as to why a lot of stores are going out of business. I am well, that's, that's why I'm, I'm saying so brands. So that way the platform doesn't matter. I'm in so many different black uh, wedding and black engagement groups. And let me tell you something. Women are, people in general are looking to decrease the amount that they're spending on weddings. And you would be astonished at the number of brides getting their dresses from Amazon. And these, you're, they're not going to be your traditional um, brands. They're ordering the bridal dresses from like Asia and foreign countries for $300 as opposed to $2,500 or $3,500. Uh, they're ordering their flat flowers from Etsy. So even eat florists are going to be struggling. Like a lot of people are looking at ways to cut costs and they're finding cheaper ways to get stuff that they've been overcharged for for years. Madam, let's get down to the brass tacks. Uh, women in general, doesn't matter the ethnicity or the race, they are not getting married in droves. The numbers are decreasing and decreasing. But it's interesting because we'll talk about brands and uh, stuff going out of business. But um, even Primetime BA, shout out to you again. He says malls barely exist now. Um, there are a lot, been a lot of malls closing down. So spending is down all across the board, um, just not in one area, in one sector. It's down all across the board. Um, these people will 
present these things and say, well, you know, there are less people getting married according to statistics. Um, there are more less people participating in state sanctioned marriages, which uh, there should be a distinction between. So can I can I respond, please? The thing about it is this is why I'm saying brands, because if you know business and even if you run an online platform, Amazon is the platform, but they sell assortment of brands. So even if the right. brand is on Amazon, they're closing. And then secondly, the secondly we can see by by um we can see the byproduct of 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 businesses that are closing because people are not getting engaged and getting married getting married and this is before the pandemic i mean i don't we're we're we're, we're the arguing over something that is factual uh, americans are not getting married anymore i agree they're with just that. not I know that we were talking right about i mean i don't i don't know i i just don't understand not, it not marriage the original well, I mean, so, proposal, so the, not marriage, but we yeah, know yeah, yeah. that so, marriage is down. Like, there's no arguing. Hold on, Slim There's no arguing against the fact that marriage is down across the board, and especially with Black folks. Like, it's 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 at an all-time low. So we, we can't deny that. And you bring about a good point. Like, there's no sense in arguing over something that is obvious. But the original point that she made was relating to proposals, and it was relating to a point that's often made in this space is what she was highlighting. Yes, but you also have to understand if uh, if marriage is across the board, I like I said, doesn't matter the race, ethnicity, um, if the numbers are decreasing, then all of the actuary services like photographers and everything else that's attached to it is also going to have to take a hit. Right. Correct. That means also mm -hmm. less proposals, mm -hmm. right? That less marriages means there's being less. Pro I'm not saying no one is getting proposed to, right? I don't want to make a zero sum argument. What I'm saying is that yes, do people know people getting proposed to? Absolutely. And are black women turning down? Absolutely. But in general, men are not proposing anymore. Proposals are down. Okay. Um, we, you know, I think it's a, a interesting thing. Well, to I want to bring up something else altogether. I but before that, is it possible I can uh, respond to a uh, a comment? Go ahead. Um, Jay the Conqueror, he is absolutely correct. He said, y'all try to argue that he tried to, I don't have my glasses on. He tried to argue thoughts are still winning, but did didn't present what the success or the standard of success and winning is well let he me is present he is absolutely he, so, is, so let's he or she is absolutely 100 correct. appreciate it thank you for so that let's, for let's, so let's present a standard um if a person and, the, and i'm going to tell you what it is according to y'all standards when y'all say men have these things if a person has um a house a car um and a job that's winning according to today's standards. Um, because if a man has those things, you guys will typically say, Q, you got some static in your background. Um, Y'all will typically say that that's a man that's won when he has a house, a car, and a job or a career. Y'all will say that that's winning. Y'all say that that's winning on a man's side. Y'all say when a man has those three things that um, people should salute him. That okay, seems, that a house or standard. roof over his head. House or roof over his head. You get what I'm saying, though. Nah, um, but y'all say that that's the standard. Because an apartment and a house is two totally different things. Um, It is two totally different things. But as long as he's not living with his mama, um, men feel like that should be celebrated. 
And I've seen, no, we don't. We I've, don't say I've, it should be celebrated. I've we do seen say the majority uplift if a man has a roof over his head, a car, and a job. That man is winning. We yes, seen. he is because he had he has so the beginning. He the has the beginning of his own. He has his own roof. He has his own so, place. Separate. So Jack, I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing. That, I'm not arguing parent. that standard. I'm not arguing with that standard. I'm saying that's what the standard is across the board. So you can't say we haven't defined what the standard is. If a chick is able to tell you that she has her own car, she has her her own money, she has a roof over her head. She may or may not have kids, even if she has kids and she does have those three things, she still feels like she's winning. That's the standard. I don't know why that would even be a thing. That's the standard. No, that you're supposed to, if you're an adult, it would be very nice that you do have your own place and that you do have your own transportation and that you do have some type of form of employment. That's kind of expect. Now, I understand you do have certain situations where uh, the child can't leave financial situations or the parent or parents need the extra hand at, at home but that that's something totally different but yeah having your own place having having a car, transportation and having some type of means of employment that's the that's the building block of uh of adulthood okay. everything everything else is built off of that or should be built I, I, off I, of don't, that. I don't i don't necessarily disagree but that's absolutely the standard um concrete uh I want to get Q in and Zab because I think they wanted to talk and Gabe. I think they wanted to talk on that real quick. Q, can you go on mute till we get to you? Hey, good uh, yeah, give us just a second because I want to. Gabe was here first. Gabe, what are your thoughts? Uh, can you? Hear me? I'm sorry. Somebody can go before me. You go ahead. Danny, can you hear me? Hello. Yeah, I can hear yeah you, you still sound like you're delayed, Concrete. I can hear you though. I don't know why. I, I we wired my uh, internet and everything. Um, I'm not sure why it's still showing up as delayed. I'm gonna try to make this point, and then I'll have to log into my computer. Um, well, the point that I wanted to make, if we take it back a second, <laughs> because we uh, I had several things I wanted to bring up, but um, we've kind of moved past my original point, but. Um, I know when, when we talk about just black women in general and their role as it relates to like the dysfunction within our community, I saw something that I found. Your audio is choppy. Okay, I'm going to come back. Okay. Um, hey. Gary, what are your, what, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I, uh, what's up, everybody? My thing is, um, I guess as I was listening, you always hear people go from hey, marriage is going down or just not even really marriage, right? Just statistics in general. They'll take statistics, state them, and then they'll over, <laughs> over imply what they mean. Just like the gentleman before, I think he left, but he said marriage is going down. Brands are closing because of jewelry brands or wedding dress stores and whatnot not looking at those other elements that might be contributing to all of these things happening. Uh, and I think that you all mentioned that, right? Amazon and brick and mortar stores. Um, right. I'm sorry, a, a world pandemic like COVID-19, right? So, right. but also even the whole fact that, yeah, the rate of marriage is going down and that can have, there's can be many reasons of, of that. But then he said the rate is going down or the rate is slowing. And then he said, Nobody is getting married in America. That's my issue. <laughs> right. Is that when people take a statistic, state it, 
but then over imply what it really means. And that's just that's just being irresponsible with what the facts are rather than anything else. And the craziest so. thing that he said to me was engagement is going down. And I'm like, well, where the hell are you measuring engagements from? Um, if people are opting out to buy a ring and saying, OK, I'm not going to buy this big ring right now. Um, I'll, they can get it from the middle of the mall. You don't know what the ring is being used for, but it, it, it was just crazy to me because I'm like, where are you guys measuring um, certain aspects know. of that? And it's pulling shit out of their ass. And then dudes also, just as one more point, is that this whole idea that, right, so the millennials, right, my generation, they're getting, we're getting closer and closer to 40, right? I think the oldest millennial is a little bit past past 40 now, right? And that's like a very marriageable age, right? These 20s to the 40s. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing about it is that nobody really talks oh, about the whole financial commitment as it concerns marriage. A lot of people are just not getting married because of financial reasons. We're the generation that had that where student loans have went up to the kazoo, right? So a lot of people are now dealing with a lot of student loans, a lot of adult financial commitments, where marriage is a lot of times not the highest priority in that. So, you know, people don't talk about some other factors that might be contributing to it, but they rather just stick with their experiential thing or stick with, hey, these OnlyFans or whatever. Like, right? Like, they're not even really... (laughs) Considering all of the factors that might be contributing into a slower divorce or slower marriage marriage rate. So listen, to, listen to Theo. We measure this from churches and other people that other people who preside over weddings. Um, so Theo, if the wedding is non if it's non um, sanctioned, um, then what exactly can you count if it's not state sanctioned? You you're not really counting anything if a person gets um, married and they don't have it's not. Uh, recognized by the state yeah you can count by the state and you can say those aspects may be going down but you don't know where other aspects are necessarily increasing either um also a lot of people aren't getting married in in what in churches anymore I mean, fact. I so I, I know that's not where my wedding was it was it was it was somewhere else like we had a a small traditional wedding at at a church but then our big one was was not at a church venue Right. Yeah, it's hilarious um, because now it's like, well, prove all the uh, proposal statistics, prove where they're not proposing. The only thing you can say is um, they're well, they're not getting married because ring sales have gone down. But uh, a lot of things have gone down. Shopping in general has gone down. Um, yeah. The economy has gone down. Like, what are you saying? You right, can't but, you can't prove it the other well, way. Me, right, actually, but you also like that. But, but what I had also meant. Hold on, real quick, uh, Jack Spade. I just want to say something real quick because I don't want to forget. Hey, Cause thank you so much for the um, cash app. Before I forget, we appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Go ahead, Jack. Right, but but also, like I said, if you read the many, many, many news articles. Now, I'm I'm speaking of not just one or two, but news articles that I've read from many different cities because, because of my constant moving and, you know, pretty much the, the, the women that have the boutiques, the jewelry business, they've pretty much admitted that because of, because of the reduced numbers of the wedding, re, wedding ceremony itself and all of the actual actuary services, um, it's hurting their business. You are not they going made, to independent boutique people or small business owners to buy a ring a wedding ring uh have you been married gabe i am married okay did you buy did you did you buy your wife 
do you buy your ring set online or did you actually go to a facility? Oh, <laughs> I got it from a, an established <laughs> facility. But nobody is going to like independent small business women that sell jewelry. Like no, that's you not go, a you, no, you that's go not to a factor. Where, no, you go to where you can afford. <laughs> but you know Nobody's, what? My my right. wedding ring right, was, um, my <laughs> wedding ring and engagement ring were uh 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 custom made online. Um <laughs> like stop. You guys How about you, Jack? Because, Are you married yourself? I was married one time and I I laughed when someone said Did you said get it from a small business owner who own who makes their own jewelry? Oh, I got I was uh I was in the military. I got mine from AFI's. Okay. Is AFI's closed? No. No, AFI's is a uh shopping uh it's the it's the it's shopping the it's, it's shopping it's, it's, yeah, it's a shop it's a shopping it's a shopping system through the military. Okay. Now I was laughing so, when someone said the pawn shop because I did entertain right. the pawn shop. My wife said hell no from the get go, even though I told her hell. <laughs> we can get the rings cheaper. They're they're just as good as new. Shine them up. Ba da 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 We good. But yeah, she wanted she wanted something a little bit more legit. That's bad energy. Pawn shop. Uh, next wife. Next wife. She getting pawn shop. I'm sorry. Child, I can't. Well, you did say it's whatever you can afford. So yeah, if you want to go pawn shop, go pawn shop. No, my whole deal was I, I want to make sure I, I want to make sure that ring set was paid for before the before the marriage ended. If it if it ends in a year, the set is already paid for. I'm cheap. Okay. Like that. Well, let's let the general in because he's gonna keep coming off mute and we can hear everything going on in his background. General, what you got, dog? No, I'm 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 sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I'm in motion, so forgive the noise. Um, I'm doing a little traveling. You know, boy, gotta move around. Listen, all right. I can understand both sides of the of the conversation here. Yes, marriage is down, divorce is up. We see it. Look at probably one of the most recognizable couples, the Currys. Look at what's just happened in their marriage. Thirty-three years, out of there, done, gone. Nobody, <laughs> hardly nobody's getting married. Yes, are people getting married in America still to this day, and particularly black people? Yes, it's happening, but when marriage, when people say nobody's getting married, this is what they mean. When the number of divorces double and triple the number of marriages, it is as if no one is getting married. The next generation, the 30 to 45-year-old group, they're not even entertaining. If you go down beyond 30, they're like, man, fuck some marriage. Give me some in-house pussy or a side bitch. So y'all need to stop with all the cap. Are there still people getting married? Yes. But when the numbers of divorce triple, double and triple the number of marriages in said country, then it it is, I'll say it for the final time, and I want to make one other point. It is as if no one is getting married. That's what he means. You have to be able to understand what's being said here, as opposed to why and the standards. There was a time when women had a standard for men. That standard for men was you needed to have your own car. You need to have your own place to live. You couldn't be living with your mom or your grandmoms or your, you couldn't be sleeping on your best friend's couch. You had to have your own place. You had to have your own car. You had to have your own job. Those were the standards in the late 80s and through the 90s, okay? Those standards have gotten intertangled entwined with women's standards, with the standards that, that women used to have. Now men have set those standards. Okay, well, 
I got all of this shit now. What do you bring to the table? So women say, well, I am the table because I have my own car and I have my own job. So it is. it has made the power dynamic between men and women almost even now. So men are like, why bother? Why bother? What does he need me for? Then we go into the protection, the provision, the leadership, the guidance, and all of that shit. That's what's happening here in this country. And this is why people are not getting married, and particularly in the black community, as much as what we would like to see. People are just fucking. That's what's happening. They're just living together. That's what's happening. They're just jumping the broom and saying, hey, we're going to jump the broom and hang this goddamn bell up. We're going to jump the broom, hang this bell up. We marry. But then when shit happens, it's like nobody has any recourse to get any protection under the laws of the land. Because I can walk away at any time if I jump the broom and hang the bell up. You can walk away at any time if you jump the broom, jump, jump the broom and hang the bell up. What happened to the children in the middle? This is the problem with this society right now. This is why you have the single the single parent household, both primarily on the woman's side, but both on the man's side now. This is why this is happening. This is why children are out of control. This is why our community is failing. We are behind. We are at the fucking bottom. There have been many, many scholars who have said that Come on, man. by 2025, <laughs> I'm going like to give it to you. Wait, wait, let them wrap it up. Let them wrap it up. Yeah, let them land this plane. I'm going to go on mute. I'm going to give it back to y'all. Because uh, I don't want to make that much noise. This is why scholars, some of the premier scholars that have been studying this shit for 40 or 50 years have said the black community is going to be at the bottom. We're going to be a third-rate society within the society of America if we keep going this way. And I'll pause with that. I agree with the overall premise of what he's saying as it relates to marriage being on the decline. Uh, I think, um, like I said, the, the point that she was making originally started when we were talking about proposals. Yes, marriage is on the decline across the board, but especially within the Black community, there's no denying that. Um, you know, that the the numbers are, the numbers show that marriage has declined drastically and there's an increase. And, and divorces, but just to, I just wanted to add something very briefly to his point, and that is, I'm seeing a number of women who are also not interested. They are extremely vocal. They don't want marriage. They view marriage as some as a form of subjugation, as unequal. That 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 um, you know, the load is uneven. That the woman is carrying the brunt of the load. That big mama stayed, and you know, didn't it? it didn't I have to disagree with you, Concrete like, Gross. I, wait, I, wait, 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 chaos. Let, let him finish. Let him finish. I, but the I, thing is, I agree with it. Though. A lot of different social media platforms, and this mm-hmm. is there's a growing number of women. I'm not saying that the overwhelming majority of women feel like this, but there is a growing phenomenon amongst black women where marriage is no longer desirable. And that's all. I'm going to read these super chats and then I'll let BGS in. Um, shout out to DMAC the trucker. He says these lunchtime shows are lit. Do them more often. Same thing I said. That's what I said. I said these be lit. Thank you. Um, shout out to Nuradine. He says I have 60,000 reasons why I'm not trying to get remarried. Will we'll get married after, after paying okay. $60,000 of lifetime alimony. 
Hell no. Uh, Nuradine, that was just one woman. That's not all of us. Um, That's all it takes. <laughs> uh, but BGS, what are your thoughts? Uh, basically, marriages is just a way of organizing people. And really, marriage started dying when women started working. When yep. women started working outside the home, uh, marriage started dying, and everybody knows it. And it's not just here, it's around the world. You know, I've documented uh, the same thing. Uh, Korea, uh, I, I actually showed a chart where uh, uh, South Korea went in 1960, had a, like 95% marriage rate and uh, a fertility rate of 6.3 uh, children per woman, right? Uh, 60 years later, guess what? Uh, the marriage rate is at 40%. And and uh and the fertility rates below one, so it's it's a uh, marriage is just a way of organizing people, and we, when that uh, vehicle for organizing people is no longer valid and no longer works, that's what's going to happen. And people are not going to get married. Look at Latin America. Latin America is going through it right now, where the uh, out of wedlock rate is is sky high and the marriage rate is way down, and uh, and and they're just indicative. This is this is not a local phenomenon. This is all over the world. Did, mm. did any of those studies uh, address those contributing factors of why? Yeah, I, t I told you exactly why. It's called, it's called, uh, it was two things. If, you know, if we wanted to go into, into great detail, which we have, me and Nameless have gone into great detail because I've actually done like four or five videos on it. Okay. It's basically, it's called post-industrialism. And uh, I've actually, I, I probably will do it. I, I wanted to do it for my uh, Patreon. Um, it's actually in the uh, seventh chapter of the Empire of Cotton. And it goes to uh, when the when the when the factories, the industrial factories first opened, they took the women and children out of the home and put them into the factories. And that's when women started being independent. That's where the beginning of your women's movement. That's the beginning of your socialist movements that's the beginning of your workers movements. And they can actually chart uh, the fertility rate and the marriage rate going down from there, from the uh, from the early uh, from the late 18th century to the early 19th century actually went down because the fertility rate. When uh, before the uh, before the industrial age was uh, per women uh, for for black women was nine for uh, white women was seven. Okay, by the end of the uh, uh, of the nineteenth century, coming into twentieth century, it was down to three. It had cut it had, the fertility rate had cut uh, um, basically cut to, uh, to a third. Now they, they've been trying to save marriage for like the last hundred years, and I think at this point they're just giving up. In Europe, they just gave up. In Europe, the the marriage the the, uh, the marriage rate is dipping below fifty percent when it used to be like ninety. So this is this is not a local phenomenon. It's all over the world, and it's it's basically tied to, especially uh, countries that are post-industrial going into technocratic, into the technocratic age like uh, China, Korea, Singapore, uh, most of the West, and as you see these countries actually start to industrialize, uh, you see the same problem. The same problems going on in South Africa not right now because South Africa is starting to industrialize, starting to, to get infrastructure. And as the women do not need to be married to men to survive anymore, guess what happens to bears? So what Concrete Rose uh, was saying about women not wanting to get, especially black women not wanting to be married, which black women never really wanted to be married to black men in the first place, but that's a different story. Um, as as black as women and black women do not need men to survive anymore. Guess what happened to marriage? Whoop. That's what Monaghan Scissors was actually talking about in 1963. It's not a, a new phenomenon. This is an old phenomenon. In fact, there's books and books and books on top of books saying exactly the same thing. Which is why they actually uh, did the the Mouse Utopia experiment. I think he did it like 26 times 
all the same thing. As you industrialize, as you urbanize, you're going to see the same phenomenon. You see, the, look at Japan, same thing. In fact, they're, they're, right now uh, in Russia and um, in parts of Western Europe, they're actually uh, paying people to get married. They're actually encouraging people to get married. They're actually paying women to have children. You get extra money, you get extra taxes, you get all extra things to actually get married and have kids. But the thing is, even at that, it's not working. If that explains wow. it, I mean, we can go into great detail. No, this I mean, is really good. The science behind it and you explaining yeah. it and kind of broadening it and outside of the black community, I think that that yeah. adds another layer to it. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, basically, because people, you know, after looking at this stuff, because I started looking at this stuff in, um, I think it was a, when I went to Africa, to, to the continent in Ghana in 2008, and I wondered how come marriage was so high and they're having so many children. OK, as opposed to where I had just left in the United States. And I looked around it's because they're still an agrarian society and you need children and you need marriages and you need this family formation to actually for the whole unit to survive. What happens when you take that away? And, then, and basically, you know, after after that, I, I've been studying this really since then. So this has been like 13 years of looking at this in, in, uh, in specifically and uh, and any anthropologist will tell you that uh, what we think is sacred is not sacred. It's a way of organizing people. I kind of more think of the like like the more um, recent type of divorces. Like a lot of times people are like, yeah, nobody could get stay stay married here in this age and this time. But they don't look at the factors that have contributed to it. Like, I don't know, infidelity. That's that that seems to be a very popular one that a lot of people claim when they uh, get divorced. So I don't I don't they know can. why people are specifically saying marriages are just ending without saying, hey, marriages where infidelity is a huge factor are ending. Uh, you know, the big the, okay, the, irreconcilable differences. The differences. Is the reason allegedly. And, and I th and, and I think because uh, the celebrity ones that people bring up are the ones. No, no, I'm no. I'm saying it. I'm talking about even local ones, because uh, at my age, you know, I'm 60. So I see a lot of people that have gotten divorced uh, in, the, in the late stages. In fact, uh, they call it they call it a gray divorce now, where after 20 years or some lot people are just divorcing. And uh, the biggest factor is female boredom. A lot of women are just getting bored with their husbands and they just want to move on. Mm. And that's and I see I hear a lot of that. And I see a lot of uh, uh, I know my generation because I'm a boomer. Right. And uh, I know what I was taught. I know what I know what I went through when I was dating in my 20s. And uh, I was expecting to get a, a, a wife um, that was similar to my mother. And uh, I never put together to a woman, what my mother was teaching my sisters and what other mothers were teaching their girls. Right. They were not teaching them to be wives. That's why I always say that after after the uh, the, the silent generation, the greatest generation, um, especially the women. In fact, you go back to Betty Friedan and, and, and all the uh, the feminist literature, right? They hated being wives. And so what did they do? Since they hated being wives, guess what they taught their daughters? I'm not going to, I'm going to teach you to be independent. Don't depend on a man. I'm not teaching you to be, a, to be under a man. I'm not teaching you to be a wife. I'm going to teach you to be an independent soul and go out and get yours. That's what they taught them. So guess what I ran into when I went out into the dating world? Women are out there trying to get theirs. They weren't trying to be a wife. They weren't trying to cooperate with you and make a family. So that's what I ran into. And this is, you know, hell, this is 40 years ago. So it just got increasingly worse every generation. So what we're seeing now, especially with the young kids, I'm not shocked. In fact, I was just talking to a uh, 
in fact, I was actually surprised. I was actually talking to uh, this dude. I think he's called himself Seattle Sideshow, right? He's up in up in Seattle. And uh, what he was telling me about uh, how they made, he's like 26 years old, right? And how they get together. And said, how, well, how do you date? I said, what's the longest, I asked him, what's the longest uh, relationship you had? He said he fell in love with this Asian girl when he was like uh, 19 or 20 in college. His longest relationship was a year. I said, since then, what's your longest relationship? He said 30 days. So basically, uh, the way they date, I'm not saying this is indicative of the whole uh, you know, younger millennials or Z's, right? Uh, the way they date is basically they have a pool of guys, they have a pool of women, and they go match up out of that pool. After about a couple of weeks, they break up and they go back into the pool and get another one. And they keep circulating the same women and men bumping into each other like this. And they never form a uh, a bond. I said, I, right. so I asked him, I said, how do you guys form bonds? He said, we don't. And I think this is going to be something going forward. Mm. All right. Let, let me read add, these add, uh, super chats real quick. Let me get mm -hmm. these out of the way. Shout out to Black and Effect. Um, he says there are articles about this. People are getting married mainly because of men's lack of wealth nope, in the 21st century. This is beyond race. 150 year low. Millennials and Gen Z aren't even having sex. Um, we definitely know that sex has gone down tremendously. And I think that would be uh, due to social media. But we, 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 we tie it to the lack of wealth. But you go to into the third world, right? You go to the third world where people are dirt poor, where they don't have right. wheels, okay? And they don't have running water. They don't have toilets, okay? Marriage is high. So why is marriage high there, but low here? It's a whole right. different um, culture. Survival? It's a whole different nation. What is the difference in the culture, though? What is it? Is well, it I, I can, I can uh, just to add something to what BGS talking about, because he's 100% uh, correct. If you look at Africa, you draw a line through the middle. You look at East and West. East Africa has a lot more foreign investment, and their marriage rates are going down, and their birth rates going down, and feminists is coming in. Where you look at West Africa, where you see the population explosion, they're the youngest people on the planet uh, right now. 80% of their economy is informal in, uh, uh, economy, meaning that there's no stable and standardized jobs, right? So if you look at Africa, you draw a line through the middle, the richer country, the richer side of the continent is having less marriages and, and less kids, where the poor side of the continent is having more kids and having a population explosion. And the second thing I wanted to add, there's a um, there's a professor at the University of Chicago. She She's doing a social experiment about getting kids to date. BGS is also absolutely right. Child, uh, college kids do not know how to date. It's just me meet up for for a hookup and then they go their only only way uh she did a study she she uh, interviewed a thousand students not one student had a relationship longer than one week and that's at the university of chicago top wow. six school in the country that's wow. college that's absolutely insane to be completely honest but i just gave you an example about about a, a, a guy i talked to in you know talked to in person that's saying he's in seattle he's in his mid-20s mid to late 20s he's doing the exact same thing why is that college why why is it why do we have to say that that that's a special right. example People have been having. Well, that a is a special example in college, school. in undergrad on campuses. I mean, that's, I, that's so the example he brought people, up. People, people, used, people, used, people used to marry like, marry their high school sweethearts. College yeah. is where you get married. That's where you meet. But your no, it's not. It's not just affecting my, my, my Gen best Z. friend. My best friend well. met his wife in in high school in in tenth grade. 
I mean, that's where he met her. That's not. Well, <laughs> that's, let me that's been long it. gone. That's been a factor that's been long well, gone. That's what we're trying to tell you, Gabe. It's been long gone. In right. Words, that's that's but, 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 but he brought up an example for today. Like he said, right. now these are some statistics. I'm, I'm highlighting. I'm highlighting that to show Gabe, that. Gabe, Gabe you're a scientist. How do you measure change, sir? Right. I'm over highlighting time. over time. Sir. I'm highlighting the different highlighting the different dynamics of how people interact in a mating situation currently, right? 21 to 35 is the major market, major market dating area. College is a prime mating time. So I'm just using that to highlight the difference as opposed to a Gen X where I am, right? Gen X had relationships in college. You had a girlfriend for at least a semester, not 30 days. Okay, I'm let, me get, these, let no, me get the rest of my super chats out. Let me get them out. Um, shout out to Nuradine. He says, I'm not saying all, but it's a sizable majority. Marriage used to be a joyful thing. Now it's legal robbery. That's why men don't want it. Get a prenup. Only about 5% of y'all are actually signing prenups, but we ain't going to talk about that. Shout out to Nuradine again. He says, even after 33 years of marriage, women can still opt out. Women pressure men to get married and be the first one to jump out of it. Um, 33 oh years gosh, is a long run, child. Honey, and that's um, a conflated point. Like, why do you guys say that? Clearly, they were already separated. They have been separated for two years. She she may be the one to file, but the relationship was already over. Shout out to Adonis1909. He says, ladies can't have a career and raise kids at the same time. Freedom of choice is family or career, it's taxing trying to do both. Um, Adonis, I disagree with that. Women have always worked within um, black society and black marriages. Um, most women pay bills within their household. What are you talking about, sir? Um, shout out to Adonis again. Wait a minute, let me make sure. Okay. What's the, what's the state of ma black marriage today, uh, ma'am? Uh, it, it's a failure to exist. And I'm not going to say it's a failure to exist, but it's uh, definitely gone down drastically. Uh, but women have yeah. always worked within the home. Always. Um, shout out to Adonis 1909. Again, he says maybe five years after the youngest, but that would mean when you're done with kids, that would mean when you're done with kids, but too many want career first and complain because kids tie them down. Um, Adonis, I do think you have a point on that. Um, a lot of women oh, tend to start careers later on um, down the line. Let me make sure I got them all. Shout out to Adonis again. I want to say I missed Black's uh, Nuradine. Oh, okay. Let me go back. Shout out to Black for the super sticker. Thank you so much, beautiful. We appreciate it. Shout out to Nuradine again. He says, I've been divorced since 2006, and now it's 2000 in 2021. Thought about getting remarried, but after seeing what's going on, it's not worth it anymore. Um, Nurdine, a good woman is always worth it, honey. A don't good woman is always worth it. You don't, have to, marry, you don't have to marry her, though. <laughs> yeah, she, she's well, worth the marriage. That's right. He doesn't um, have to have a marriage. Go ahead, Danny. Shout out to Adonis again. He says, too many people saying they fear missing out. If you don't sleep around, how do you know you're missing anything? Um, Adonis, mm. that's a good mm. point. Thank you so much for okay. that super chat. Okay. Um, I wanted to highlight something really quickly, just very briefly. I know that, mm -hmm. um, who was that? Swim Champ was saying that, um, 
that's a new phenomenon as it relates to women not dating. Uh, I have a lot of friends that are millennials and I have several friends who really have never had a relationship to speak of. So I think that it started with the millennial generation. Like I have friends literally in their thirties and they've never had a relationship. And it's like astonishing to me. Like, how does that even happen? That doesn't mean that they haven't dated, that they haven't slept with guys, but they've never had an actual relationship. So I think that it started with the millennials. Mm-hmm. You have a okay, really good point, Concrete, no, in that. No, no pushback. No pushback here. If you want to wait a minute, me wait a minute, you know, wait a minute, Swim Champ. Uh-uh, uh-uh, baby. Because we got we got what? other people on here. Because we okay. got other people on here. They haven't spoke. Um, let's get chaos in, and then let's get D D real. All right. Um, how could I start with this conversation? Let me, let me turn this off. It, it seems to me that people are concerned that there should be a everlasting thing with when it comes to marriage. Am I right? Um, I think that men probably see it more as a forever thing than women, but. That's just my personal opinion from the women that I've talked to versus the men that I've talked to. If a man gets married, a man does look at that as a forever thing. Um, I don't think women generally look at things as um, all the way long term, but that's just my opinion. What do you think? And the, the man has my thing pay. is this. My okay. thing is this. There, there is even living in the West now is considered forever. You get me? Why do you think the rules are put in place? For the last, even no fault divorce, last, let's say 47 years. All this was incumbent to create and start to have the decline of people because with technology, people are no longer necessity. So when they say they're trying to keep marriage, no. If you want to keep marriage, you do not industrialize and now move from industrialization to technology because when you start mess with the environment and the infrastructure, people are going to tenderly have to adapt. And they know that having kids in certain places is not a necessity. It's just, that's how it is. That's how they structure it, the environment to be. And what they're doing outside the West and other third world countries is trying to have the same thing. Because let's be honest, a lot of people don't want to talk about this. They're trying to depopulate people. And you can't depopulate people by the same environment you have for centuries. You have to change the environment put things in place and people are going to eventually make the conscious decision to limit the amount of people. Even to the point now we've seen birth rates going even further decline when it comes to the other race people, Caucasian people especially. Come but on, I'll say this. I, I, I will say this. In regards to marriage, when it comes to us as people, Black women would, would, wouldn't mind being married, but they want to be married to Black males or what I call Negroes, niggas. If a Caucasian come up with a ringing hand of significance, oh yes, they will get married and at least a second without thinking now because they think that there's going to be some value at the end of things, including to the black males. You know, seeking out most non-black women will probably wouldn't mind getting married with significance because we have to be honest. When we look at ourselves as people, there's not really no value, you know, even staying together, much less being married. So when you see what is coming now with the laws put in place, it's actually showing us as a whole our true colors for decades now. And the only thing you see moving forward, you're going to see Amplify. Even to the point now, there are some men that still want some value, some tradition, and even marriage. But to find and persuade their counterpart is more challenging. 
and you see the complaint all the time. Even to the point where they create this thing called martyr man and martyr woman, which is some new terms now. And this martyr woman, you know, from what men have concluded, is not a beneficial long term, even the short term. So when Peter Thomas said now people are, are dating and they're not even in a relationship longer than a year, it tells people are just, you know, passing along. Some women don't mind having a lot of body counts now. So, you know, look at it now. They want to say, look at all this free cocky, these sticks. I could bounce from one the other. Why not? And also I can get some benefit. Hell, some of them not even might not give me it. I could still get something out of the deal. So there's no really incentive moving forward when we look at ourselves. And I'd agree with BGS, you know, a lot of people don't understand that most people usually get married during or after high school because that's where it starts. When you start to develop puberty and, you know, menses and stuff, you meet your person, your significant other during those stages of middle school and high school on the average, but because times have changed, now you see them have to go, if they're not in a relationship now during high school, they'll find it, maybe in college. And now, from what we're seeing now, that's not even the case as well. So, you know, like I said, it's going to be very strange for a lot of people to adapt. And I think most men, right, they want to believe it or not, are not adapting well to this. So they're going to do what's necessary if they want some family legacy. That's all I'm saying. Okay, um, let me read this super chat. Shout out to Nuradine. He says, okay, Sister George and C. Rose, in this day and age, tell me what's in it for a man to get married because the cons outweigh the pros now. Oh, well, I'm yes. going to totally, totally disagree. Um, if you have some woman that is trained to be a wife, that wants to be a wife, um, that knows how to be a wife, then you would definitely, and I, I'll tell you now, Good luck. Um, if you have some woman that knows how to cook, she knows how to clean. She knows when to shut the fuck up. She knows Good when luck. to bring you a beer. She knows when to rub your feet to give you a back massage. She remembers your birthday. She remembers your mama birthday. Um, she doesn't spend money all frivolously. Um, y'all actually have a good time when you're with each other. Y'all um actually enjoy each other's company. She knows how to rear the children. She let the she um place her position by um, being submissive and you're allowed to lead your home in the proper context of, of being a leader. Um, it's all kind of benefits to having a good woman um, yeah. or, or even companionship, because if y'all are talking about what's the point of a, uh, of getting married, then I'll ask you, well, what the hell is the point of companionship? What the fuck is the point of a woman? Then not to, not to mention, not to mention yeah. in-house pussy, um, to where you're able to have sex with her on a regular basis, hopefully, because some of y'all don't get it like that. And I understand that it goes down I when you get so. married, but not for us. But I'm just saying. It, it, it's a lot of men literally just want a receptacle to dump their jizz off in. But I think that there wow. are definitely a ton that's, of damn, benefits I, I, to I, I having. Suggest, I suggest I, I'm just saying. I think <laughs> there are definitely lots of benefits to having a wife. I think number one, like companionship, having a support mate, having someone that has your back through it all, having a listening ear at the end of the day when you've had a hard day you know, running your business, having someone who that. is, you know, domesticated, who is caring for you, someone like who, if you're sick, anyway. especially in this day and age, like with, you know, um, we're in a, in a panorama, you know, if something were to happen and someone who has your back, who is, you know, caring for you, who is going to ensure that things are taken care of, like there are endless benefits to having a wife should you let her and choose properly. I think that, you know, uh, 
I think Danny touched on it, but like, I, I think more importantly than having someone who's trained to be a wife is someone who desires to be a wife like that, that despite the training or, you know, even a woman, especially in the world, in the, in, in the Western world where we are, you know, we're, we're basically bombarded with feminism at every turn someone who is literally rejecting that because she desires to be a wife to her you know to her person so i, I think that there are a, a multitude of benefits i don't i'm always kind of baffled like well when people ask that question as if they see absolutely zero benefit to marriage um, you know what, what they do i mean even looking at the chat like look at the chat i mean all the dudes in the chat like it doesn't exist it's not happening it's nowhere somebody said it's a disney movie i mean it's i don't understand right. how people can completely how can people completely say something isn't there just because they haven't had it or they haven't but, seen it? But you know what I've noticed? Part. Like I knew it existed before <laughs> I ever had it. it was, no one has to convince me. Like I'm literally engaged. My fiance is downstairs and everything that I've highlighted plus more is what I give to him. And he will attest to that. Like it's not impossible. It's not something that doesn't exist. It's impossible for them. Because they don't well, see it as a possibility. Well, if, that's if a okay. If a product works, people use it, right? If a product yeah. doesn't work, guess what happens to the product? Generation. I think. Eight. Um. I think that a lot of guys do want to be able to do whatever it is that they want. Um, not a matter of respecting a woman or treating a woman a certain type of way. They want to be able to do what it is that they want and they don't expect the woman to ever leave. But now I, I will say from um, a woman's perspective. Um, I do think a lot of women are, um, do or don't really take the vows as serious as the men, because if you do say for better or for worse or sickness and, mm -hmm. and health, I don't know. About and that. I know I, I, because if you say that you're marrying a person for better or worse now, I'm not talking about abuse. Abuse would probably be the only thing that I would say. Okay. But if y'all take vows and say for better or worse, and you just tired of the nigga, a woman will divorce a man because she tired. She tired. That's that men may not be adhering to as well. True. So why True. why can't we but, why can't we but, just but but men don't file for the divorce at the same rate because, as women? Because, oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's costly. It's costly. He gotta pay. Um, let me read these super chats and then I'm going to get D derail up in this thing and black in effect. Um, shout out to Adonis again, Adonis. Thank you for lunch. Adonis says this generation are products of decades seeing and hearing men ain't ish. The government will take care of you from TV to real life. No positive image of black unity as a whole. Most movies are and shows are negative. Um, Adonis, you do have a really, really good point there because, I mean, if you look at the sister, excuse me, if you look at TV shows, um, you don't really see um, a lot of male patriarchy, as, especially as it pertains to black TV shows and movies, um, unless it's like uh, Hood or something crazy. So that's a good point. Shout out to the swoobiest. He says, I, right, Sister George, you cooking now, honey, I already fixed lunch for my husband, honey. That part. Um, shout out <laughs> he says that doesn't exist anymore and i say it with sadness um it doesn't exist we but ain't you, that you old for y'all to say don't exist 
Well, y'all they don't like, exist for I mean, him. We're just we're not from we're like a generation uh, old. Like it's not or two. Uh, it's not. It's not like you guys are saying like it doesn't exist. I, I think Score, it exists. Make. <laughs> it exists, and I, I y'all two just got old souls. That's I, all it is. I, I refuse <laughs> to believe that you know we're two of the only women who uh, like actually yeah, want marriage and want to do the things that make the most sure that we sustain a long life. Well, you know, it's also okay, a marketing. Well, I, I got thing, a question right? to ask. Isn't it also words? marketing when you look at the examples of of marriages? A lot of times, you see the most egregious uh, uh, separations: people killing each other, people cheating on each other people mm-hmm. taking each other to the <laughs> to the bank i mean so i think a lot of times people's perspectives of marriage is not working um is predicated on the worst examples of when yeah. marriages don't work out Gabe, we talked about that during our last show. Danny highlighted the fact that there aren't enough black men celebrating their marriages. Like people, that's when mm. you hear about marriage. When things are going good or or when people are content, you're not they're not going to be shouting it to the rooftops. You hear about it once things go awry. I have a yep. question for Concrete Rose. When are you gonna put your union on paper? I, I, really, I already told you that I don't subscribe to that. My my fiance Thank is you. from a Muslim Thank background. You. That doesn't matter Thank like you. what 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 does that mean, though? Like Thank most, you. Muslims, I, I'll, most Muslims, I'll chime in. Muslims, I'll chime in on the closing remark. I'll chime in on the. I'll chime in on the, the, the closing remark. Let her how finish can her point. Dismiss something as invalid because it's different from how you practice. Like that's absolutely asinine. Marriages existed way before there was a government in place to govern over them. Come on, like y'all really silly with that. I get. That I will y'all leave time and space for okay, all the other. Jack, Jack, you, you, you already said that you'll say it in your closing remarks. We got you, got Thank you. you. Thank you. Um, shout out to D Mac the trucker. He says you forgot the most important vow. That's obey. Um, D Mac. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but let's get D Derail up in here. D Derail, what are your thoughts? How you doing, sister? How you doing today? I'm absolutely freaking fantastic. How are you? Happy Friday to you. You too. How are you, concrete? You okay, Queen? I'm sorry, I was in the comments. Um, I I'm actually thank you for asking. Okay, great, great. So as we look at and we kind of review the the institution of marriage, um and the decline as it as it relates to our community. Um, I think that uh, it is unproductive if we're going to look at the relationship between black, the, the dynamics as it relates to black men and black women getting married and so forth. And we uh, attempt to make a correlation to that based on other cultures and so forth. Also, when you look at it as it as in respect to economics and industrialism, we have to understand that we've have, we have never participated at a high level in that, regardless of what whatever type of economic climate that we operated in, we've never necessarily fully benefited from that. So that doesn't necessarily make for a more uh, reliable. Um, it doesn't give necessarily reliable or valid reasons for why we are not getting married or in decline. What I would like to post the question. Uh, and, and kind of look at and, 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 and want people to understand is that, and I'm speaking as a professional who helped black people stay married for over 15 years, is that we, we are not discussing 
the day-to-day the, the -day interaction and the perception of how culturally we look at marriage. And what I'm stating is that, and, and evidence of that is that I'm talking about, do you consider the other person to be somebody that's like a friend to you? Can you bond with that person? How do you communicate with that person? Do you love that person? Do, is that person a help for you? Do you trust that person? Are you loyal to that person? We cannot relegate the relationship between black men and black women as a power struggle in which one is just supposed to yield to the other and the other is supposed to just have that, 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 that position of just controlling and dictating everything around you. Now, I'm not stating in this that a woman should not be submissive. I'm not stating that a woman should not listen and look to her husband for leadership. But when we relegate it, relegate it to just that finite concept, then we're, we're missing the whole point. Because the thing about it is the reason why most black people don't get married is because we don't have a culture that facilitates how we're supposed to function and reinforce that um, from the time we're born to the time we're old enough to get married. We, we don't, uh, as a culture, we don't heavily, and this is, this is as it relates to men and women, okay, we're not telling little boys and little girls that when you grow up, you should want to have a family, you should want to get married. I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but for the majority, we're not teaching children that the expectation of you as an adult is to get married, have children, to be loyal, and so forth. What, what we're telling them to do is we, we, we've allowed this situation where dating creates bad habits. The concept of dating has hurt the Black community in which we have allowed our children as teenagers to date recklessly mm. and encounter bad, bad behaviors mm -hmm. that make it that make it, you know, difficult for them to function when they become adults. Because I think you have an excellent point. Yeah, I'm talking about infidelity. I'm talking about Can you turn up your mic a little bit, D-Darrell? Because we can barely hear you. Okay. Can, can you hear me now? That's much better. Okay. I'm talking about infidelity. I'm talking about premarital sex. I'm talking about, you know, domestic violence. Uh, control, just all of these different things, all of these different concepts of you practicing and, and dealing with the trauma that when you find the right person, you're somewhat caught up in the past in which when someone is there that is, that is I would say, conducive to having an effective relationship, you're caught up in the fact of things that happen. And so you're prejudging that person that may be meant for you because of something somebody else did to you in the past. And in our community, we, we, we are not um, providing that guidance and so forth it, for, in, in which <laughs> these kids are dating any and everybody. We don't know who what they're doing. As young adults, we're not providing that, that, that buffer for them to kind of guide them in how they, they should, should function so that when they become adults, they'll know to make more effective decisions as it relates to dating, as it relates to picking a husband, 
uh, or, or, or uh, what to look for, the telltale signs, how am I supposed to function? Because I'm going to be honest with you, one of the biggest things that I reinforce in therapy for those who do want to get married is to engage in premarital therapy. When I engage into, into premarital therapy, there are people that think that want to get married and have no idea how they want to function in a marriage. So you just go and th thrust into the marriage not knowing what I just want to be with her. I just, they're so caught up in the emotionalism of the fact that I feel a certain way. Therefore I want to live with a person, but they're not focusing on the day to day aspects of functioning under that role and what that encompasses. You're not understanding that, you know, this person is a human being. This person is going to make mistakes. This person is, is, is going to do certain things. And, and I'm not going to act in, in, in a state of extremism because somebody didn't do something. And so in that aspect, when you when you hear some of the things that black men and black men say as far as what they're looking for, some of these things is somewhat um, uh, unrealistic. That There's some unrealistic expectations. Um, I wholeheartedly agree, yeah. D. Darrell. Um, I, what I wanted to say is, too, um, we also endorse... Um, a certain aspect of culture to where we don't trust each other. We don't trust each other even as friends. Um, we don't trust each other to court nowadays. Men aren't looking to court because um, the secret is quote unquote out about what women will do when we are attracted to a man and how we won't make the man wait, what we'll allow the man to do. And then we're looking for somebody else to come pick up that man slack and win. You have a culture that um, tells that to men. If I was a man, I'd be like, no, I'm not going to pick up anybody else's slack where a woman would have to be really, really special. But a woman, women aren't really willing to do the work. A woman doesn't necessarily want to compete for your love or affection or attention. Yeah. Um, she competes with her homegirls. Right. Right. And it's a lot of dis uh, mistrust between the uh, two sexes. So um, I think that is an excellent point. We are going to start the process of wrapping up. I'm going to let Mr. Black in effect in after I read the super chat. Um, shout out to Adonis1909. He says women are too defensive, feeling they have to prove themselves at work. When they get home, they do it there and argue for no reason. Be our peace. Um, Adonis, that is absolutely positively correct. I, 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 we should. Um, Mr. Black, in effect, Mr. Z, what are your thoughts? What's going on, y'all? Can y'all hear me well? Yes. Okay, perfect. No, I think All you right, got to so drop and come back. Dude. No, don't say that. I was about to start shadow boxing again. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, um, <laughs> for real. But shout out to the panel and everybody listening in the chat. So I understand where D. Dorell is coming from, and especially if he's counseling people that are trying to be in relationships and that are in relationships, but we cannot dismiss the economics, especially in a supposed developed nation, first world nation, um, a capitalist country on top of that, that puts a price tag on everything. Um, so poor people do not get married, right? So it's 26% of poor Americans are married, 39% um, of middle class and 56% of upper middle class and above. And that's according to the American Enterprise Institute. This study was done maybe 2018-ish, maybe 2017, something like that. 
So this is before COVID, right? So this shows us that there is a, a income thing, a wealth thing that's associated, right? And it's mainly dependent on the man's income. So, and, and for poor men that try to religious their way through it, they have the highest divorce rate. So once again, the divorce rate is, you can track that with, um, with the man's income. So the, these th the environment does matter, right? Um, and I just wanna click off a couple points. Um, and I said this um, with the last stream you guys had or the stream before that, um, I'll put that in the comments, which was the top 20% are getting married and are staying married, right? Mainly a capitalist country. This is not character flaws, right? The, the husbands in those top 20% are still cheating. The women are still catty. It's mainly white people and Asians. So you know you got a bunch of Karens in there. So it's, it's not about character per se or personality archetype. It's literally the, the, the wealth and the money to keep her at her leisure even if she's working, y'all going on three vacations a year instead of one, maybe if you're poor, maybe. And that's a hard ass maybe, right? Um, mm -hmm. There was actually an article that was written on this and it tracked, it tracked where the threshold is for most marriages according to the man's income. And it was around that $40,000, $42,000 a year. Unfortunately, half of American men make $38,000 a year or less, right? Regardless of race, half of American men make that. So it... All of these things um, we can track through data. What else do I have here? Millennials and Generation Z weren't necessarily socialized to be partners. So I will give boomers and older extras that. Y'all are definitely correct about that. And whoever is in the silent generation that's still alive. But um, y'all are definitely correct about that if, when y'all say that. But y'all were our parents and our grandparents. Like BGS said, y'all socialized us, especially the moms, don't depend don't depend on no man go to school get your education and your daughters did that and now they're miserable as shit <laughs> right now they're making now they're making forty five thousand dollars a year which is okay money but it ain't the greatest money in the world and they miserable as hell single as hell and and using their vibrator to death because quite frankly we we're we haven't been socialized for marriage and relationships and and like um swim champ was saying earlier i as a millennial i'm i'm in a serious relationship it's over a year my most of my friends are in relationships even longer than that or married but i can i can say for younger millennials that i come in contact with in generation z like like they were saying earlier these relationships are two months old three months old not even that long right <laughs> so we once again we were socialized go get the education try to try to climb up the corporate ladder try to do your blue collar thing if that's what you're going to do but being socialized to be a husband in that role, not necessarily. And a lot of that has to do with, once again, income and wealth. Um, I have a couple more points I want to click off, um, if you guys don't mind. Um, what is it? Um, this All right, yeah, thanks for having me, ladies. I, I, yeah, thanks for having me. I'm going to drop down. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. But yeah, this might be well, the first you. time, and um, this might be the first time in recent human history, especially with technological advancement, that human beings don't necessarily need each other on a day-to-day, -day, and we're showing each other we don't need each other by sticking the middle finger at each other on the way out the door, right? We saw that with Kaya's show when he, he had, what, two, three shows. He asked the women, um, what would happen if men disappeared? And you can hear the comical answers that was coming out of their mouth, right? But I, I understand it from a very naive place, you don't need a man on a day-to-day. -day. If you get a flat tire, you could call a, a, a tire shop to come out and, and change it. If you if something happens with your battery or on the side of the road, we have those those um state farm people that come and gas you up, you know. So 
it's somewhat understandable why they think like that. They just don't understand that that's all dependent on a system mainly propped up by men, everyday men. The same everyday man you wouldn't date is that man that works for State Farm that's gassing your car on the side of the road when you run out of gas because you're being a cheap ass or you don't got the money. Um, and I'll end with this final point. Um, oh yeah, that, that was it. We're, we don't need each other and we're sticking our middle finger at each other on the way out the door. And and that's that means that you don't necessarily in an individualist society that pushed individualism hardcore, especially for the past 40 years, this was inevitable. And we're just watching the fruits of that coming from the men and the women. But I think we're surprised that it's coming from the women because we believe that women have a softer nature and they're kinder and, and all that other stuff. And I think for, for even women of, of y'all age cohort, Y'all are like, God damn, <laughs> right? Like these Gen Z girls and the younger millennials are sounding crazy. But once again, their mothers, mainly their mothers, and even sometimes their fathers raised them to be like this, you know, and I'll pause right there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate your commentary. Um, definitely some solid points that you made. We appreciate it. We did get another super chat from Adonis1909. He says, men. If your wife is working because she wants to and not a need, then she is in a better state of her femininity. But they have to give simple respect. I like that, Adonis. Um, thank you, thank you for that uh, super chat and the constant support that you've shown us today. He also says, love my sisters, but all I said is a result of chasing a career. Stop lying or ignoring that. Chase your career later on. Humble yourself. Grow again together and respect each other. Adonis, look, I, I'm with you, brother. I am with you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Can I address somebody um, so, real quick, if you don't mind? Oh, hold on one second. Um, okay, okay. And we got to get out of here because I was going to be going there too. Um, give me one okay. second. Uh, Adonis also says, I respect women for what you do best. Women should need and need to respect men for what we do best. That will help us. You can't build the perfect spouse. I agree, Adonis. Ooh, listen, you on fire today, and we appreciate you. Um, Mr. Z, if you can do it in 10 seconds or less, and then we got to okay. move the panel on and give final comments. Okay. Um, BK, I get what you're saying, brother. I'm not even going to come at your neck like that, but I'm telling you, we live in a capitalist society. Money, it, when they told you money is speech and corporations are people, I don't think y'all understood to expound out, out of just the corporate world and the economic world, that's gonna touch everything. That's gonna touch your marriages, your intimacy, your relationship with your children, your relationship with your friends and associates. When they say stuff like that, when you see Congress pass stuff like that, when the Senate approves it, when the president says, yes, that's the way we gotta go. I don't think y'all really understand that we still dealing with Reagan era, um, hyper, um, hyper, capitalism and neoliberalism and how that affects your everyday relationships mm. and interactions with other people. And I'll pause right there. Good point, Mr. Z. Danny, who's who's going first? You're starting with Jack Spade. Yeah, sure. Oh, that was so abrupt. But uh, I'm going to respond to a comment that uh, Sexy Red 38 made in the comment section. Um, I have to agree with, with what she said about losing interest in the marriage, but both parties need to be aware and remember the trappings, uh, the trappings with a marriage and not force expectations on the institution that was not designed to provide from the, from the rip. Um, before I got married, I took heed to the advice that took heed to the advice to have a life outside of the marriage, which is why I did not forfeit any of my hobbies and special interests. Um, Partici participation were modified due to the time needed to nurture a marriage and time spent with my son. 
but I respected the fact that I was not going to, I respected the fact that uh, my wife's job was not to fill the void that my personal interest, uh, interest took care of. But that kind of talk is stuff that's below the surface level conversations that is prevalent here on social media about marriage. And my last point, out of the most important aspects of the of that state recognized union is the protection of assets gained during the union. But that's not understood by the me, me and I gender of our community. And I'll close with that. Everybody have a good weekend. Be safe. And of course, I don't believe it's going to I don't believe it's going to rain here in Atlanta. Thank you, Jesus. I can get back on my bike. Thank well, you. Thank hope you, Jack. you have appreciate fun on your 10 speed. Um, we really appreciate you. <laughs> Not the 10 speed. Girl, happy. Uh, good job, Jack. Thank you for coming through. Um, let's get D Derail. What are your final thoughts? Okay. Uh, my final thoughts is pretty much that, uh, again, I'm, I'm going to reinforce that if, if we are going to change the, the current, um, status of things into a, a positive direction. Um, we have to look at how we are, the, the behaviors that are not working for us and also reinforce that to the younger generations. If you want us to, in order for us to have an increase in marriages, we have to be a better people. And until we become a better people on both sides, whether it's things that black men should do and black women should do, being better people produces better husbands, better wives, and therefore it produces uh, better children. So that's 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 kind of what I wanted to convey overall. You all have a great weekend. Shout out Thank to you, our D. therapist, uh, D. Darrell. Mm -hmm. We we need to get on the remix. Concrete gonna sing the hook. <laughs> you came through and laid down some gems. Thank you, thank you, brother. All right, y'all have a great day. You too. Have a good weekend. Um, Gaston's world. What are your final thoughts? No, no. Let me let Black and Effect go first. Black and Effect, what are your final thoughts? We'll get you guesses work. Okay. Thank you, ladies, once again for having me up. You know, I I will not um belittle how much culture matters, but I think in the black community, because we overemphasize culture, many times we ignore environment. When BGS was speaking about Japan and South Korea, these are cultures that do not get, they don't have children outside of marriage. That out of wedlock birth rate is like practically non-existent. But guess what? They ain't getting married. They're not having sex. So even the people with the better, the way better culture, and I'm doing air quotes on the way better culture part, as you can see the environment and how technology hit them, especially when you're talking about South Korea that almost went from a backwater country to supremely advance in the matter of 70 years, 80 years, right? For for them, that technology and the way it hit like a drug, it, 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 it just ripped them apart. Then they get feminism around the same time we get it. And it just completely changes the women's view of what a man should be. Same thing with Japan. Women are okay with working, but then when they become wives and they're having their children, they don't want to work. Well, now that you're in the workforce, the workforce has accounted for women working. So how is this supposed to work? I, I'll just end with that. The, the culture thing, I agree with it, but the environment and the way human beings process information and we process how things change, things have changed at lightning speed and we're still using a paleolithic mind to try to process, well, I'm just gonna go back to tradition. Yeah, that may work if you got the money to. You live in a capitalist society. If you got the money to, you could do that. 
But if you don't, then you're going to get married and most likely your wife going to leave your ass and the divorce rate shows it. You're going to be a poor nigga that thought you made it and you good and mo not not definitely, but most likely she's going to divorce you. And it's mainly going to have to do with money. Or she'll be cheating on you with a nigga with money to pay the bills. And I'll end with that. Once again, thanks you, thank you ladies for having me up. And I'm in a relationship. And so I'm oh. talking like this, not out of bitterness or anger, you know? And I'll end mm -hmm. with You're going to get married. Mm. Mo, I, no lie, it, it's looking like it's gonna be that. Yes, honey, marriage. Hey, don't let her know that. Don't. Hey, 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 Yeah, she don't need to know that. She might be listening. But um, ow, look at there. Look at the breakdown having effect on lives. I'm kidding. We be getting them exclusives though. Uh, yeah. Good luck Yes. Um, everybody, hit the like button. We're only four away from a hundred. Hit the like button, guys. Um, Gaston's World, what are your final thoughts? First and foremost, thanks for having me here. Ladies, gentlemen, hit the like button. It's, it doesn't cost you shit. Stop playing. Um, China White just commented something, and you took the comment down, but that's okay. I have it up here. Uh, why people make marriage sound so boring, LOL. I think that we have lost the battle with this generation to the city girls, and loving hip hop, they want excitement. They want, you know, the oh, what happened today? And well, you know, every day ain't exciting. <laughs> you go to work, you make money. Sometimes life is boring, and you know, it's not boring. It's life. And I think that if we can really just get back to understanding that life is better when you're not alone, when you wake up and somebody's there to, you know, greet you to the day, life can be better. But that person also, man or woman, needs to respect the fact that this person chose to be here. And I think that too often we think that uh, the person chose me because I'm great. No, they chose you because, you know, they wanted the value of having somebody there and they saw that value in you. But they also had the value in themselves to want more for themselves. And so I just want to end by saying, um, unfortunately, uh, this generation with uh, media, social media, and what they have access to on a daily basis as far as content is influencing their opinions about marriage and relationships. And we, we, we won't be able to recover from it as long as the media keeps getting produced. So I really hope that, you know, women, before they turn, you know, before they get to a certain age, let me not say a specific age, just before they get to a certain age, I hope they find the value in men other than what they can do financially. And I hope that men find the value in women other than what they can do sexually. Um, but I thank you all for having me. Um, as you know, I'm always here. I, I need a wrench, but I'm always here and I'm glad to support. And I hope that you all um, continue to have these perspective conversations because this is what our community really needs. Absolutely, positively outstanding. Thank you so much for coming through. Um, I thought you brought some really, really good points up, um, especially when you come to the panel. You always bring some good thoughts and stuff. So um, thank you so much for coming through. Um, come back Sunday, Gaston. You know, I'll, I'll be here. At, I need to find a church to go to, but I'll be watching church online. So right after church, I'll be in here. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Um, well, concrete girl, lunchtime shows be lit lit. I love a lunchtime show. Me too. I love a lunchtime show as well. I enjoyed that. Um, I'm sorry about my connection issues, and I don't. I I understand why Streamyards kept 
delaying me because I was going to other apps on my phone. So by the time I went downstairs to get my computer and it loaded up, you know what? No, I, I did because <laughs> I, be, I was trying to surf. So I went downstairs to get my computer. And by the time it came up, I'm like, I might as well just continue on. But um, this was a very good conversation, very good discussion. I had some topics that I was going to bring up, but because of my connection issues, I didn't really get a chance. But I'm glad that we got to have a good, healthy discussion about marriage is what the ultimate discussion kind of uh, resulted in. And it was a good one. Um, As it relates to Jack Spade's comment, I do want to say that um, it's not um, abnormal for people to not subscribe to state-sanctioned marriages. Um, Jews don't subscribe to state-sanctioned marriages. Um, Muslims, a lot of Hebrews, um, that's not a very, that's not uncommon. It's not uncommon. We, we, We always talk about the stats and we don't factor in the fact that there are groups who do not subscribe to state sanctioned unions. There are other ways to protect yourself and your assets. Complex Design has a very, some very good information on this. Um, and essentially it's building a family trust, but he details it on his channel if you're interested. But there are, you know, there's paperwork that you would have to complete and get contracts and stuff in place. But I assure you, we are already on that. I have a very seasoned fiance who is all about business and ensuring that I'm protected. Um, in addition to that, you guys are always like concerned about what's going on over her and um, everything is fine. We are, uh, you know, on our way to um, marrying and having those contracts and already have started the process of having the paperwork drawn up and some of it has already been completed. But you ain't got to explain shit to them. Girl, anyway. Just know that if you don't want to um, um, engage in a state-sanctioned marriage, that there are other uh, avenues for you out there. So just do your research. Um, Aside from that, like I said, this was a very good discussion. It took me by surprise because I didn't see the conversation going this way initially when Danny first brought up that initial comment, but um, it was good. And so thank you to everyone who joined the panel, everyone who super chatted and everyone, well, Kit Clouds for sending the cash app. And um, thank you to the chat. Well, everybody, thank you guys so much for joining us. It was a great discussion. Um, Yeah, hit the like button on your way out. Please be sure to come back Sunday. Not even going to beg y'all to come back Sunday. If y'all don't come back Sunday, y'all just going to miss out. Nah, nah, because y'all know how we do. So we'll see you guys Sunday. Have a great weekend and be safe. And we got a super chat from Jack. He says, ask Complex if his plan has been challenged and defeated in divorce court. Everyone Um. has a plan until it gets whooped. And divorce. That sounds so stupid to me, though, because there are men who marry and have a state-sanctioned marriage, and they get whooped in divorce court. I'm gonna tell y'all one last thing: a man who is a true alpha, he does not subscribe to what everybody else does. Like this is a seasoned man. Like uh, he's not a kid. He know what he's doing, and I'm following his plan. That's all you got to know. Mm, mother. Mm. I said a whole bunch of curse words. Nah. But anyway, guys, you guys have a great weekend and we will see you guys on Sunday. We are out.